go. To all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kurt, episode 123. We back in the building, man, each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On all your popular platforms, you get your podcast from. I am your host, Coach Divas, alongside Coach Kurt. We are the misfits of the airways, bring you the podcast that keeps the water coolers pumping and the barbershop jumping with hot takes and NBA fast breaks. Coach Kurt, what are you doing out there, brother? How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm feeling great, ready for another fantastic podcast and give some people some uh, news that they they can use so i'm ready to get this thing going how you feeling today i'm doing pretty good considering <laughs> i'm doing pretty good considering yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah so yeah. uh yeah i'm believing the for right now i'm believing yeah, the yeah. for right now too soon. But, uh, it's, it's too sensitive yeah, right it's, now it's, it's, it's definitely not less than 24 hours it's less than 24 <laughs> yeah. hours i ain't ready yet yeah I, I, I ain't ready to talk about my trauma <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be triggered i don't want to no, be triggered no, right no, now no 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 don't trigger me right now don't trigger me right now <laughs> But yeah, oh man, there's a lot of news and views going on in the NBA and NFL sports world, man. It's live and direct. We are one week away from the yeah, NBA man. season, man. It Crazy. is hot and heavy. It is live. Listen, I might not be a person that really enjoys fall, you know, the weather, you know, living in the upper, you know, you know I guess you could say the northeast part of right. the U.S., right? Right. But uh, this part of October here, it, it's listen, for content creators such as ourselves, <laughs> it, is, it is a great time to be alive. You hear me? It's a great time of the year. We got, we got, we had it. We just endured. I'm gonna say endured. We just endured a wacky endured. week six yes. uh, for the NFL, and then you go jump it off with another, uh, another sport that we can cover. That's gonna be, uh, you know, plenty of content to, for us to drop our, uh, you know, I guess you can say controversial takes in certain cases. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to the NBA, so this preseason is wrapping up, and uh, you know we got uh, little, little, like I think this preseason game in on Friday. Yep. And then we roll in and then we get, you got kickoff on Tuesday. So by the time we talk to you again on this here podcast platform, we will definitely have some NBA games. And I believe my Lakers are opening up uh, that the very night of opening night with the Maver- with the no oh, the Nuggets with the Nuggets. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm ready for that. I might have to I might have to break out the jersey for that one. I just might. <laughs> I just might. That's a good time. That's yeah, a good saying. time. I'm saying Not a long time. It's a good time. Break it the is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. P. Jones was happening out there. Yeah, What's happening there? Was cracking. So yeah. So speaking of NBA, you know, we we gonna as we always do, we're gonna kick off us, you know, our sports talk segment with NBA news. Right. So we're gonna talk about the preseason. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, what we felt like we saw, uh good, bad, and indifferent. Uh uh-huh. we're gonna talk about that as uh in, in in uh in the early session, and then we're gonna get into and it's gonna be a little, it, interesting in uh I guess you can say uh uh what's the word I want to use. It's uh, it, it's not even just about being way too soon, but just the uh, we're gonna drop some uh, bombshells of who we think is gonna win awards right before the yeah. season. Like we getting it, we getting into the weeds before we yeah. even get to the season, right? Yeah. We're gonna yeah. tell you who we feel like each personally. We both feel like is gonna win MVP, Divas MVP, and Rookie of the Year. So yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll get into that Super early, pre 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 launch, pre launch, yeah, pre launch, yeah. pre season launch, yeah, pre season launch. So yeah, we will get yeah. into that. And then we got to get this NFL, man. We got to talk a lot of NFL news today. We got to get into that wacky week six. There's no, no more undefeated teams in the league through six weeks. And that's very rare. They had not have no undefeated teams at, at all. Week and six was a crazy one. It really was. I mean, that, that's uh, that's not that's stating the obvious. That is stating the obvious. But it definitely was crazy. And, uh, we, I mean, we just got to put it in plain. It was wacky, wild, and, and again, a lot of unforeseen circumstances. Yes, yes. <laughs> to say yeah. the least. So, yeah. yeah, we will get into that. We're going to talk about the injury bug. I mean, listen, the injury bug is definitely uh, biting hard. Like, it's not even funny. Wild and, and rampant. 
you know, and it was wild too. Let's start a little, little, little bit of a rant here. This is part. This is this is what I got a problem with. Okay, you see how detrimental the injuries are, especially to the quarterback position, right? We won't talk about it at all, right? Right. And you see the litany of injuries that's going on. I mean, you, I mean, who, they, they didn't dug up Julio Jones off the couch this week. That's that's how you, that's how you right there how bad it is, right? I saw that and was like, wow. I was like, wow. That's right. So the in, the litany of injuries is high. But then the NFL comes out with a with a with a tweet in a in a statement this day to say that injuries at an all at a, at an all time low in 2023. Where and with who concussions at an all time low? Yeah, because so everything me? else is getting hurt. <laughs> like the only thing is only thing is secret is your is your is your is your, is your cabeza is your brain yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I don't know I don't know where to get that from, but I just love how how tone deaf that is like. We see it, and you know, if you play fantasy football, you're a fan of a team, you're a fan of the league. Period. You can see that it's rough. I mean, we got we got probably a quarter of the league's quarterbacks on on injury reserve, right? Not injury yeah. reserve, but they're hurt. Yeah. You know, they're hurt, and they may not play. You know, for a week or two. So we won't get into that. But I'm just, I just love how toned that the league is. Sometimes they want to wave their pom poms and and, and and swing their flags when it really isn't what you believe it is. Yeah. Uh, again, that's just my little bit of rant. But we'll talk about that. We're also gonna talk about coaching. We'll talk about the bad coaching and bad quarterbacking. We'll get into that. And our opinions on who we feel like uh, is either coaching bad or quarterbacking bad or both. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And we got to wrap up the show with Evil Bill. It wouldn't, listen, it wouldn't be a sports podcast all over the Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sith Lord himself. The Sith Lord. <laughs> Will he? Will they? Will they? Will they murder the Sith? Yes. <laughs> Question. That should be the title. Damn, I missed the opportunity. I missed the opportunity. That one. we should do. A, will, will they, will will they murder the Sith? Will they murder the Sith? <laughs> will they murder the Sith? And will yeah. Bill Belichick be fired based mm. upon his his lack of production since Tom Brady left him? Yeah, we'll get into yeah. that. But first and foremost, like I said, always we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the NBA, right? We're gonna talk about the preseason. So the preseason is an interesting thing because I don't really – I don't know how you feel, Kurt, but how I feel about the preseason, it's not so much about wins and losses for me. No, no. It's more about production and and seeing where guys are at, yes. you know, beginning of the season. Like, I want to yeah. see good basketball play. I don't give a damn if you win or lose a game. I mean, no. I watched the Blazers go 0-3 in, in the past week, but I saw some good things. Yeah. You know, so – you know, so get into the preseason itself. Let's talk about exactly what we feel about, you know, up to this point, mm-hmm. how we feel about the preseason and what we are looking at um, in the first, I guess, a week, week and a half or so. You know, from your perspective, what did you, what was your takeaways from the preseason? Like, who who caught your eye? You know, who makes you shake your head? You know, give me a, give me an overall overarching, uh, you know, opinion about what the preseason so far going into the season. Well, um, the, the thing about the preseason is just like what you said, and I really enjoy uh, that statement, right? It's not about wins and losses, not in the preseason. None of this mm-hmm. counts in right. the preseason. It's more about looking and watching as, as students of the game that we are, watching how teams are forming their nucleus and creating the flow of their season, right? Uh Months being away, some people coming back from injury, you know, all the news that's happening. It's really about how is this team starting to gel and come together. And so what I've noticed uh, in, in, in one aspect, uh, I, I don't I don't want to say something that gets the FCC involved, but, you know, <laughs> a little pre, a little premature, uh, premature excitement. Right. Okay. It's kind of we've been here before. Uh-huh. and. 
you know, as you talked about being triggered, it's you wait, you're waiting for the shoe to drop. And namely, I say with Zion, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it makes me nervous because when you look in the 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 one side of me is like, this is it. This is the Zion that we've been waiting for. We've mm. heard about. We've we've looked forward to seeing, right? Uh and 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 I'm gonna say, could it be the whole craziness, you know, the whole come to Jesus moment, mm-hmm. like really saying, mm-hmm. you know, some you know, going through these moments, somebody, some way, someone really getting to him and saying, Hey man, you do realize the path that you're going down can have you at the NBA real quick. Like if you're looking to take care of yourself, your brother, your family, um, you you got to get some you got to get some things together, right? Because what he's showing again, uh, he looks phenomenal. He looks explosive. Mm-hmm. He looks dominant right now, right? Uh, I just saw a clip before the the show of a poster. You know, if I collected posters, this would be one of those images. I mean, he was. He was fully stretched out, hand above the rim. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So looking at them and just hoping not to let down. Last week, uh, I I was locked in to the Lakers and the Milwaukee. To me, that was a regular season game because I was so excited uh, to see, one, the nucleus of the Lakers. I'm very high on them as a team. I really think they have – they have built a team, not just the the glitz and glam of three bigs and the names. They've really brought a team together. And then Milwaukee, um, <laughs> you know, looking at Milwaukee again, I'm high on them as well because I'm really interested of how Giannis and Dame come together. But I'm going to go to your point. Looking at Portland, we, we stated it. Uh, we talked about it. We've said that, hey, we don't think per se that they are going to burn the barn down. But I can Mm -hmm. tell you, when you studied that roster, when we looked at that roster and starting to see what they're doing, if this, if they keep building momentum, Mm -hmm. I will tell you, I will tell you this. Talk about um, you're going to have to play them every night. I'll tell you that. It's not going to be the, you know what? Let's circle that game because we know mm-hmm. we're gonna have an easy win. Right. You're, you're gonna have to come ready oh, because you, you they bring, will slip up and put a you uh, better bring the Tims and the Vaseline. Look, man. <laughs> look, because you're gonna mess around and you're gonna look up and you're gonna be they just beat us. Exactly. And all it takes is a couple, all it takes is a couple of those, they just beat us. Uh-huh. A couple of those uh, Stanford, Colorado games. Hello. You think it's a gimme. Yep. And next thing you know, thirteen and two ninety four and three touchdowns later. Uh huh. You're like, how do we get here? How do we get here? How exactly. do we get here? Exactly. Uh, that's that's one of them. I'm very interested in well and watching. And this is this is a a departure of the norm. I'm really interested in watching New York and how New York bounces back and what they do. I really, and I'm going to jump out here and say it, I think they are better without um, 
Randall than with. Really? I really do. Oh, so you just wait for the barn to burn down. I I, I really do. I think they're better without him than okay. with him. And, okay. And, so, and mm. so, yeah, those are, those are some of my takes. I've watched uh, a couple other games, a couple other teams, and mm. and to me, the 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 you know the the Phoenix uh, the Phoenix the uh, Phoenix uh, the Clippers. It's it's what we think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not going to jump out there too early. Uh, I'm really interested also in San Antonio. Um, I'm 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 wondering, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. I'll leave that to you. Uh, I just I'm concerned. Can he handle being in the big the big time? Being in the Victor, okay. I'm really concerned. Can mm-hmm. Victor handle? I, I think he's going to be good. Let me say this first. I think he's going to be good. Okay. I think he has the skills. I'm concerned about the wear and tear of the NBA season. That is always a question. That's that's my concerning point. Mm-hmm. That's you know, does he have the body to handle mm-hmm. the NBA season? To me, yeah. he's still young in development. Mm-hmm. And you know he's he's to me he's a young Giannis, uh, 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 Giannis, right? Very thin, very frail. We've seen the muscle that Giannis has put in, put on over time. And I think right now you can get away with that in international and and more uh, quote unquote college basketball. You can't you can't get away with being that thin and that frail in the NBA season against these grown men. So I'm concerned, and I just want to see how he handles that. But Greg Popovich is a, is a Hall of Fame coach. If anyone knows how to, quote-unquote, manage mm-hmm. him, it will be Greg. Okay. That's fair. And, I, and I'll start with your point. Uh, I'll talk about uh, Wimbenyama, as she, she so That's eloquently why. left to That's me to speak on. So uh, Know your strengths. <laughs> hey, my man. My I'd have been man. spinning, I'd have been spinning and drooling all over this microphone trying to pronounce that. <laughs> I'm a white don't work because it's wet. It's wet. <laughs> you yeah. stuttering. You right. stuttering right, right now trying to say <laughs> one back. Pick the one back. You and I T-Y. Man, that's you to me, man. I'd have called him wombat and every other animal. Uh, in right. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, I, you know, it started with him. I feel like, I, you know, I definitely agree with you in, in the sense that 82 games, and I feel like every NBA player has, has this problem. Even Kobe yeah. had it back in the day. And that's really what hit me to it. Is that you know, you know, we I can argue back and forth. I've been on my rants about how I feel like the NBA season is too long. Right. However, right. it is what it is at this moment. It's 82 games, and then I can do about it, right? And then they join in, j- jumping in this whole in-season tournament thing. So that's mm-hmm. going to be even more wear and tear. But right. I digress. What we're dealing with in the situation as it stands right now is 82 games. Yep. Most people that have international or G League, college, wherever you came from to come into the NBA mm-hmm. has never played that litany of games, right, in right. over over an eight-month span. So that's going to be – you. everybody hits a wall. At, yes. at a certain point, it's yes. just it's just a question of when you hit that wall. Like, is mm-hmm. it is it in December? Is it in January? You know, is it in March? You know, it's just a question. Of, it's not a question of if, but when. Right. So when he hits that wall, and being he is frail, you know, I pray that an injury does not come before that. But I do believe because of his, his his slender frame and the fact that he's never played that litany of games on his body before, right. it's gonna come, it's gonna come to a point where he's not gonna be um, that guy, you know, and he's gonna have to figure it out. 
and again, it might take a year, you know, as far as, you know, how he gets his body to into the point where it's NBA ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, he's still, you know, his early, you know, his early 20s. You know, it's not like he's, you know, 25, 27 years old at this point. True. So, you know, you, there's there's that there's that aspect. Then you have the aspect of, uh, you know, him going against NBA talent night in and night out. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got to bang with Jokic, I mean, he is in the West now, let's be honest. You got to bang with Jokic, Nurkic, you got to bang with AD, you yes. know, those guys, DeAndre Ayton. You got to bang with these guys night in and night out. So, you know, you have to uh, account for that. Yeah. Um. As yeah. well. So that part is going to be interesting to see how he adapts. Yep. You know. Um. I think he has a little bit of leg up in a sense because I think that him playing international ball was more so uh had, was more vigorous to yeah. me than other places. So um. And then you're going against you know higher end talent in certain spots. You know, depending on who you play. So I believe that he he's going to be okay. Um. Early on, it's just a question of how how long it takes for him to you know, realize that, you know, it's a, it's a serious marathon that you're in when it comes down to see the season. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to watch. And we'll just have to monitor that particular aspect of it. But I'll be, I think I'm hoping and thinking that if, you know, barring any, you know, you know, detrimental injuries that, you know, he'll figure it out and he could be, we talked about this before. He could be on that, on that Giannis at Mark. If he, if he can build himself up to the, to look like Giannis, yeah. I think, I think he can play, you know, at, a, at an even more finesse type level. Cause I think he has a more refined he shot does. and things oh, like yeah. that. Already oh, yeah. The Giannis didn't have when he came into the league. Yeah. Hell, like, since Giannis still doesn't have him. I mean, he not, let's be real. Giannis is all power. He didn't know a lot of finesse to his game. No. So, no, you know, to have, to have the, to have the strength of Giannis and the finesse that he has, that's, that might be like, <laughs> that might be like uh Hakeem mixed with a little bit of Shaq. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so the sky's the limit for the young man. So I hope that he definitely can uh, f- fulfill it. Now, going to your Zion point, you know, it, he's checked all the boxes. And he has. He's checked all the boxes. He's lost weight. Yeah. He's in shape. Yeah. You know, like I said, he's flying above the rim again. Mm-hmm. Um. So, again, it's just a matter of can he keep his nose clean? Can he stay healthy? That's yeah. really what it boils down to. I mean, I, it's no, it's no if it's a bus ball, that's the only thing you have to ask. That's the only bill you got to answer. Yeah, because the, you gotta realize too that the Pelicans are looking at it from a perspective that we're trying to decide whether or not we want to pay you at this point. Yeah, you know, so you gotta put the, your best foot forward, put your best product on the court because if you don't, that 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 max super max deal that, that you could get is not gonna get. Oh. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so you're gonna fumble that bag because let's be honest, don't the, the most amount of money he can incur because he was drafted by the Pelicans is from them in his first you know next extension. Yep. So if he goes somewhere else, he can't get the same amount of money that he can get from them. True. So if he stays there and he can get, you know, he can, you know, basically max out his money, then, you know, he'd be set up for, you know, shit, hell, I think he'd be set up for life at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, because the amount of money they're going to be garnering, we're talking, you know, an upper $250, $270, you know, uh, time frame. So, you yeah. know, price range. So how you say back the Brink's truck up, back it up, <laughs> back <laughs> it up, back it up. So, yeah. yeah. Um, just, you know, we flowing with the screws, McDuck money bin type deal, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. So, yeah, yeah I think that that's, that's definitely something to monitor and, and how, and I really, to be honest, I really feel like the Pelicans are only going to be as good as he is at this point. Like we've seen what they are without it. Yeah. So they, we, we definitely going to have to say, see exactly what they're going to be with him and have to have him consistently on the court, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, again, you know, hopefully, you know, going to, going to your off the court comments, Hopefully that he understands that all that drama and all that noise was a distraction. And, you know, maybe in him being a year older and, a, you know, hopefully a year wiser will, yeah. will get him back focused on what he's here to do and play basketball. That means that means play basketball. True. So that's something, you know, that I'm, I'm watching as well. 
um, as far as what we feel like the may or may not be, you know, a, a, a top tier headline that we're going to cover here, um, starting to the season uh, coming next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you one interesting, uh, I guess you can say, head, headline of storyline that I'm watching. Now, people, a lot of people are talking about for, for me. Is this the dynamic of what's going on in, in Golden State? Mm, like, okay. I don't know what, what's happening in Golden State. I really don't. Um, you know, the Draymond hurt himself in the preseason. He recovered from an ankle sprain, so he ain't been playing the whole preseason. Not that he needs to, but that's right. interesting. He's been missing. But, right. you know, just the whole dynamic of Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond, Wiggins, you know, Looney. I have, what's your, I have, what's your I have, thoughts? I have what's questions. Thoughts? I have a lot of questions. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to lay it on the table. I don't think it's going to work. I don't. And, I, and I feel bad for it because I love Steph. You know, I love Steph. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes I love Steph. You love Steph and love Clay. You know, so you know, Draymond. I, I, I take I, it's, it's. I, I don't know. I have I have mixed react. I have mixed feelings. Like you know, yeah. it's one of those. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you classify. You tolerate him. You tolerate. I, there him. you go. There you go. I tolerate Draymond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but and certain things he do, I'm like, I, yeah, I kind of big up that he does. And certain things, I'm like, come on, Draymond, come on, dude, <laughs> come on, like, come on, dude, like really. <laughs> so again, I don't. Yeah, exactly, doing. exactly. So, <laughs> I, so again, because I've I've covered him on both spectrums. I've I've done videos on him about you know his his antics and him hurting his team, and then some things I'm like they we talked about him being the engine that runs the ship when they won yep. the title two years ago. I'm yep. like without him, you know, this doesn't happen. Yeah, but I'm sorry to tell you this, but and I was right about this whole Jordan Poole thing when when it broke out beginning of last season, and it, it derailed their season. And he admitted it at the end. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. Character and 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 I guess you can say, the idea of us getting along matters. Like, mm. you know, I I can only I can only tuck my feelings about you to a certain degree. Yeah. You know, so if we're winning and everything's hunky dory and everything's pretty, then I might be able to ignore the fact that I don't really mess with you personally, right? But the moment this stuff started to go off the rails and stir, stuff starts to go left, you know, when it need to be going right. And that's when the that's when the ugliness comes out, and I feel the like that's the moment where, adversity hits. That's what I'm saying. The moment you turn around down adversity road, <laughs> you turn down adversity road. It's it gets different. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden everybody starts airing their grievances out. You know, and and all of a sudden things, you know, the allegiances are formed, division is in the locker room, and no, all of a sudden that bleeds over into the court. So. I got big questions about whether or not this is going to this is going to be a, a match made in hell for them. I really do. I really don't. Match made in hell. I think <laughs> it is. I really. I just don't think that you can put. I don't need. I'm not sure what the what the Suns were not the Suns, but the, what the Warriors were thinking, and and putting Chris Paul on his team. Yeah, I just don't think it works. Steph now he's not a traditional point guard by any means, but Steph is your point guard. Yes, you don't need one. You don't need another point guard. No, you need you need another big man or yeah. wing. Yep. That's what you need. Like if I was if I was them, I'd have been in the market to, to try to swoop DeAndre Ayton off of the off of the uh, Suns versus letting the Blazers have him. That's what I'd have did. But yeah. you know, that's just me. Yeah. You know, for for a person that has big man prowess that could probably contribute to this team, you know, but they might be scared away because that might look he might look like uh, uh, James Wiseman to them. I don't know. Maybe that's why they didn't want to do it. Because I mean, he he's tall like Wiseman. He's lanky like yeah. Wiseman. You know, he might he might they might give him Wiseman nightmares. I don't know. But I think that the position that they addressed, they didn't need. I, I don't think they. I don't think they needed. And the other thing you had brought up too that Drake, the 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 vinegar and oil of Draymond and Chris Paul, 
That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. it's two it's two different things that play here. Like like Steph like Steph and Chris have had their issues on the court, right? Right. Now I they could you could, they can say because they said this you know kind of in the passing in, in the media that they saying it was just competitive fire between the two of them. They don't got no real personal issues with each other off the court, right? Right. True or not, I don't think that's the case with Draymond and Chris. No, I don't think so. I think it's beef on the court and it's beef off the court. I really yeah. do. Yeah, and them 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 having such strong personalities within themselves, I, I just I'm not sure it's gonna mesh well. Like, right, you can't have but so many alpha dogs in the in the in the in the in the in the, in the cage without before a fight break out. I'm just, you know somebody going to try to establish dominance, and then who's that person going to be, and who the best player is isn't the most vocal. I mean, let's no. be real about it. No. So Steph, you know Steph doesn't get really get after dudes unless he really, really has to. You know, yeah. i.e. that Kings playoff game when he said, you know, unequivocally, like, yo, I'm putting it all out there. If y'all can't put it all out there with me, don't get on the bus. Right. You know, right. That kind of thing. But again, it took a whole season for him to get to that point. Like he wasn't, he he wasn't yelling and barking at people. He let Draymond to do that. Yeah. You know, so again, you got two people barking at people and you know, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's gonna work. I, I got a lot of issues and a lot of questions about it. I just I don't I don't know things gonna work. I really don't. You got two very strong, not only person yeah, but we'll say personalities that are not only strong willed, strong mind, yep. but they're vocal. Exactly. And Chris and Draymond, they're not the type to put water under the bridge. They're Ooh. they're not the type to run from fire. They run to fire. And yep. so this is a moment, and and like you said, if people don't know, they're the type of personalities that are not going to. You say something to me, I'm gonna say something right back to you. Right back, and that and we, can be. And we ain't letting it go, and we ain't letting it go, and that can mm. be extremely volatile, because again, when adversity hits and pressure builds, and if you add losing to it. Exactly. Winning solves a lot of character situations. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you hit a stretch and things are not going that, the way you want and people mm -hmm. start feeling. Because here's the thing about character. You are who you are, especially when pressure hits. Mm -hmm. We have seen. One said person with the initials DG call people out. Relationships have been fractured. Mm -hmm. Because of what's been said when the appearance of you not giving your all has come up. I'm glad you said that because you could argue that Draymond was the reason why the the, the Warriors don't have two more rings. Kevin he ruined the KD situation. And Jordan. And ruined the Jordan situation. And if you think about the things that have been said about Chris from other people and himself. Mm -hmm. I remember watching an interview last year. And he said, because of his fiery competitive background, mm -hmm. it took him a while up until almost last year to get to a point where he's he's lead, he's working to lead in a different way. Mm -hmm. Because Chris is a very headstrong, I'm going to call it, I'm going to lead you through uh, almost force and and that that doesn't rub people mm -hmm. the right way sometimes, right? So when right. you take them two personalities, those two powder kegs, those two sticks of dynamite, and especially like you said, alpha dogs, 
where I have what I think we should be playing like elder statesman Draymond. Listen, as I'm talking it, I'm seeing it because I can very well see Draymond. Oh, I, I've been, I've been on, I've been oh, on man. this train. Listen, I, I can wait, see I was just, it. I was just wait for you to, I was just wait for one of these stops to get to happen. And you got back on with me because now that I'm saying it, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense now, doesn't it? And Draymond having that elder statesman, this is my team. Oh yeah, and he's been who there the whole you? time. Oh, who are you? Yeah, to you come just in? got you don't here. Even know, you don't even know the culture. Exactly. And then here's the one that can trigger. We got a ring. What do you have? You trying? <laughs> see what I'm saying? And you see what you feel me now? You understand what I'm coming from now, right? You picking yeah. up what I'm putting down? I, yeah. I'm telling you, it's 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 a it's a it's a combustible element that's waiting to happen. I mean, just listen. You didn't put you didn't put the charcoal down. You didn't do the lighter fluid on it. I'm just waiting for somebody to light the match. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. I'm just waiting for with gasoline draws on. Hey, hamburger draws in the lines then. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as later, it's going bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I, again, as I wait for that, you know, because, again, people are, you know, looking at people's rankings and certain people's, you know, how they how they uh, hold the Warriors in, in that regard because of their lineage. Mm-hmm. I don't think this particular set of circumstances or this outfit is going to work. Mm. In, my, in my personal opinion, I just don't think it is. I, I, I'm not sure exactly what they were thinking and, you know, how they felt like this. Because I, I really bought, believe this, and I'm surprised it didn't happen. Because I truly believe that they were trying to, I think they acquired Chris with the with the intentions of moving him. And maybe mm. he just got stuck. Maybe they just, maybe they realized once he got there, like, okay, we're going to flip him. Kind of like how they flipped Drew Holiday, right? Right. I right. thought they acquired him in a trade, but they was going to flip him. And you then know, when but, nobody was there to, to allow the flip to, to hit the ground, they was like, shit, we stuck with him. Stuck with <laughs> now him. we yeah. got to make it work. Now we got to make it seem like that's what we wanted to do. What, what are we going to do now? Right. What are we going to do now? Right. <laughs> we wasn't planning for this. Right. No takers. Right. right. <laughs> it's like you get stuck with the with the corny dude. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. promised him a ride from practice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, his parents don't come get him. His ass got to stay over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I really thought your parents was going to come get you. <laughs> I really did. I really did. And they did. That's yeah. right. Keep town on your ass, and you <laughs> and you stuck with him. You stuck yeah. with him. You gotta take care of him now. Your parents like, why is he still here? Right. Exactly. I wasn't ready dead. for it either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think it's gonna work. I really don't. Speaking of, I don't think it's gonna work. I don't think the Dallas dynamic is gonna work. I don't think what they're thinking all. with the Kyrie Luka thing. I, was, I think that's a. I think that's a disaster waiting to happen. I'm very yeah. surprised he resigned there. Just a, a quick note because I want to get through this segment. Um, I got issues with that. I think the Knuckles are going to be who they're going to be. I think they're missing Bruce Brown. It's going to be a a, a slight adjustment, but I still yep. think they're going to be formidable. I don't, I don't think yep. they're going to take too far of a step back. Um, but, but what's interesting to me because you brought the Knicks up, and I, and I think I'm I'm gonna lump these two teams into it, okay? Um, together because I think they had the same problem because I feel like the the Cavaliers and the Knicks are going to be in the same boat and they're going to keep trying to do the same thing with when trying to get they'll keep throwing the same thing out there with different when don't give different results. I really feel like okay. the ceiling we've seen their ceiling mm. and that's like the third or fourth fifth seed in the east and that's bit. Mm. Okay. You know, and I can I can't I can't get over the hump of of beating the Bucks or beating the Celtics or beating the Heat. Right. So I, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know, I'm a little. You know, Donovan Mitchell's my dude, but right. I don't. I think. Cle- I think we've seen unless they figure something out as far as shaking up the roster and getting a different piece in. Yeah, they got they got assets. They got assets in draft picks, so they can move uh one couple of these young guys and bring in another star to go along with Donovan. But right, 
and uh, avoided that. I really think the Knicks, the way it's currently constructed, and the Cavs, the way they're currently constructed, are going to be are they going to be stagnant? And it's yeah. it's going to be a repeat of what we saw last year. Yep, I'm with you yes. on that. So yeah, we'll we'll see. But I mean, that's pretty much you know where where it lands for me as far as teams that I, of course you know I, I can talk all day about the Lakers, but right, you know. But I think that uh, until especially until they resolve this whole Harden and and Clippers and trade or no trade and all that madness. I don't I don't know what to think about them. So I'm a, I'm gonna hold my peace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hold my peace. But keep it close to the vest. It is. It is. So. Yeah, I mean, overall, I, I, th- I think I can honestly truly throw the Kings in there, too, as far as being the same outfit that we saw last year. I know Jack ain't in here right now, but if he watched right. the replay, I, I think the Kings are going to be exactly who they were last year. A playoff they're gonna team. Go three. They, yeah. they, they're going to play a playoff team, but I don't think they're going to be the upper echelons, in my opinion. You know, and that's just, again, 30,000-foot 30, view, preseason, yeah. things could always change. And, you know, we can pivot our opinions based upon that. But I believe that the Kings, how they currently construct, because they didn't do much of things different. No. Um, you know, of course, maturity factors in, you know, experience factors in. But again, I think talent wise and ceiling wise, I think they're we saw who they are, and I think that's yep. all we're going to get. Yep, yep. So overall, outside of that, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. But I really kind of see the writing on the wall already. Who's going to be good? Who's not? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's going to be some interesting basketball out there. So your to your point in mind, the play the Blazers on the paper look like they can be somebody's uh nightmare yeah. <laughs> on any given night if they play yeah. what if they play like that, i think they can play mm-hmm. so because they 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 did well for themselves again i don't know yeah. if they're going to be able to do anything noteworthy but right on paper like i would like to coach that team myself yeah <laughs> so because yeah. they are yeah. they are ready yes. they're ready they might be one all season away from being a legit problem in the west yep yep one year of being together and learning each other and, away and there it is yeah and there it is okay all right, so let's get toxic. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about the, the awards. Let's talk about the awards. Let's, let's about get, to get toxic. Let's get toxic real quick. Let's talk let's get about, Drake. Let's get Drakey. Yeah, let's, let's get, get Drakey. Let's let's get let's get uh let's get emotional. <laughs> let's let's get our emotion, give our emotional takes on who we think gonna win awards this year. Yeah, I wish you would have told me because I would have come since I would have came since it's getting close to Halloween. I would have came as Jimmy Butler. <laughs> that would. <laughs> That with the hair, though. <laughs> that with the hair, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you might be right. We might be right. We might be toxic already. We're right, not sure. Right, We're not sure. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's you. That's for you to judge. Yeah, that's for I, you to judge. Could have came as little Uzi Vert. Yeah, <laughs> not Uzi. Not Uzi. Oh man! Yeah, let's get these preseason too early to predict. Too early awards. to predict awards. So yeah. we even we didn't even even finish preseason. We're going to get, drop the bombshell. <laughs> who we feel like is going to win the MVP, Rookie of the Year, and Defensive MVP. So yeah, we are completely on a different spectrum on this particular aspect of it. I'm going to put it up on the screen, blow it up big, so y'all can see it. Pause. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. Um, from here, from Coach Kurt's perspective, he feel like Giannis going to win MVP. Yeah. Now. I feel like uh, that it's going to be a complete utter flip of that. I feel like that Giannis going to win defensive MVP this year because he's going to get back on his bully stuff and okay. start, you know, let people know that he's, you know, the best defenders in the league. Okay. Um, I think that, you know, injuries and things of that nature kind of derailed him from that for the last couple of years. So I think that if he plays, uh, you know, 60 or more games this year, I think he's going to be the, the lead man in that category. Okay. But, um, but with, you know, I'd like to get your opinion on, you know, start with your MVP vote, and I'll tell you about how I feel about Jason Tatum. 
What do you feel like is going to give Giannis a leg up to be MVP this year, from your perspective? Um, I really believe it's going to be the doubt. I really believe that doubt drives Giannis, in my personal opinion. And okay. so the fact that even though he was injured last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and that injury that you know he dealt with two injuries regular season and in the playoffs uh i think that that's going to be the focus of him wanting to prove himself this season where there's a chip on his shoulder like oh people think i'm accidental people don't Mm -hmm. think i'm really that good i think he's going to use that to fuel his fire and he's going to come out and want to show that Without a doubt, he's the MVP. But I can also see where you're going as a defensive MVP, him using that uh, fire and letting mm-hmm. Dane take the lead, and he just shut everything down from mm-hmm. a defensive place. So I can see both, but I just think he's going to he's gonna rock with that chip on the shoulder of, hey, I'm, I'm here and I'm a dominant force, and I'm going to show you all this year, especially because he didn't get as far – in the postseason, and I think there's a part of him that's like, yo, if I wasn't injured, what mm. could have been? That's so, a good yeah. point. That's a good point. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I can see it. I think it can go both ways, but the only thing that kind of gives me pause about Giannis winning MVP is Dane, because I think okay. that the the production, he's not, he's, it's not the fact that he don't have, he can't do it, it's the fact right. that he's not going to have to do it. Like, I ain't got to give you 35 a night be with nope. him on my team. I don't. Nope. But it's, with the guys around him, and 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 uh, again, his you know the team they built you know going into the season, I really feel like they that he doesn't have to give me you know thirty ten and, and five a night. That's you true. Know? So I, I really feel like that's the only thing that's going to really hinder him or hurt him. Now, conversely, when I talk about Jason Tatum, I really feel like Jason Tatum could win it this year because again, I think this is prime time. He's at that level of his of his of his experience in his career that yeah. he can really, really, really kind of uh, galvanize. Uh, his game around the idea of being, you know, just being so dominant offensively that you can't deny him being the most valuable player. And on top of the fact, I think there is some little bit of a what's the word to use when it comes down to um, <sighs> voter fatigue? It's a little mm. bit of voter fatigue when it comes yeah. down to Jokic and Bede and Giannis at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think they might be looking for a first face. And if he gives you, because I mean, he was in the top five of voting last year. Yeah, it was. So I think that he gives you a good year, and I think what's going to p- catapult him this year is the who he has around him. I think mm-hmm. the fact that he got Drew Holiday, yeah. uh, in, in, uh, in, uh in in Porzingis now, so many Porzingis stays healthy, that he has so much around him in a, in the starting lineup that he can just be free and clear to score. You know, so he yeah. can play the pure shooting guard slash small forward role and just put up numbers. He could. I think he 30. believes in himself. Finally, like all the way through and through believes in himself. Right. Yeah. Confidence is not, it's high, yeah. you know, to your point. So I feel like that, you know, him give me 26 to 27, maybe 30 points a game average. Right. And yeah. then giving me, giving me eight boards in, in, in five or six assists a, a, a night on average will, you know, ultimately because he's a fresh face, because his team is a one or two seed in the East. And the fact that, like I said, he averaged 30 will ultimately give him the, um, you know, not to give MVP because of, the, of that, you know, board of fatigue, like I said, fresh face, the amount of points he average and how good his team is. Especially so I, if they're winning. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. So again, they're the one or two seed in the East. It's hard. It's going to be harder to deny him, especially when the guys that they're in the running behind him, well, yeah. they've already won it at least once. Yep. So yeah. So I think that that's where it lands for me. But again, I think it can go either way. Yeah. <clears throat> so for me, I got Cam Whitmore, and I'm gonna tell you why I got Cam Whitmore to win every good year. The Kevin Porter Jr. scandal has opened up the path for Kevin Whitmore to start and for him to have a good year because his preseason was phenomenal. His summer league and his preseason was phenomenal. And we still are we still trying to shake our head and scratch our head about how he fell that far in the draft to the Rockets. Right. Right. You know, so I think that um, him being the I guess you can say mysterious one and him getting that chance because because Kevin Porter is gone. Yep. I think that he's going to sneak into the lineup and get start logging more and more minutes. And I think that he's going to be over an 82 game season, going to be the best rookie that people are going to say that he should get the award, in my opinion. Mm. Now, <clears throat> for your from your side, how do you feel about Scoot? Like, what do you think that's going to catapult Scoot to be rookie of the year? Well, uh, not so fast, my friends. I, I had Scoot because of one, I think if anybody watched him in a G, G League, his energy is infectious, mm-hmm. right? It's contagious because when you see someone who plays with such fire, it to me it remind it, it he's he's in the wrong sport, right? Uh, he would be a great corner, a great safety. <laughs> the way he plays basketball and it just that he has a very high competitive fire that is. I'm gonna say refreshing. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm as I was sitting here thinking about it, and I brought up the the Spurs, and I saw the and I it makes me think about the draft hype. It makes me think about the hype that he had when he only played one game. I really think when you talked and then when listening to you talk about voter fatigue, I think voter bias is mm. going to hit with. Him I, and I, I, I see where you're going with it. You feel like yeah. that is Wimbledon's award to lose, assuming he plays the whole season. Yep, yep. Okay. And he don't even have to play to that <clears throat> level. And not stink. And not stink. Yeah. As play long that, as he doesn't stink, I think yeah. they're they're ready to hand him over. That's a good point. That's a good point. I I feel like in certain cases in the past, early on, maybe early 2000s, that's happened. So yeah. it, it's very possible. You you could be right. Somebody like that guy that's. You know, highly regarded, been you know, said so much buzz coming out of college or high school, yeah. or whatever the case may be. That again, if he unless he completely and utterly stunk, then they gave they they already had the war printed before he even got into the league. So <laughs> they they wait they they just waiting to give it to him. They got it right. signed up name on it, everything. Right. right, they just put it in pencil, not pen. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, because only thing about I think Scoot has a good chance as well to your to your original pick. I really think the only thing that's going to hinder him is that they're super guard heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And and watching what Shane Sharp is doing in the preseason, it, listen, they're going, be, they're going to be fighting for the basketball. That's going yeah. to be the only thing. Yeah. They're going to be fighting for the basketball over there between between Simon, Scoot, Sharp, you know, Jeremy Grant. Like yep. it's it's going to be a lot. To go, a lot of all that. A, just a lot to all of, those names. See what I'm saying? And that's just four. I ain't, yeah. I ain't even done. <laughs> yeah. You know, with the whole roster. So yeah. I think there's just going to be a lot of basketball to to be to be had. You know, it's, it's ain't but so much, so much. I'm saying ain't but so many points you can score a game. Yep. You know, yep. so I think that's one thing that's going to hinder him because he's just on a, such a, a talented guard heavy team. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. void of being Dame being there. So that's still saying something. Yep. yep. Yeah. So. Now, you know, I kind of alluded to the defense MVP part, but, you know, I think Giannis, again, him, pay, him playing healthy basketball for a full season, coming back to getting back to his form, I think that he, to me, in his, my opinion, that he's the early on favorite for me for defensive MVP. 
Yeah. Um, you know, Jaron Jackson, to your point again, you know, now I will say it's less voter fatigue for defensive MVP than it is for MVP. Because, yeah. again, we saw Dwight Howard and, and a few others win, you know, multiples, and nobody batted an eye, right? Nobody, nobody had a, 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 a hour conversation about that. Right. But, but yeah, so I can definitely see Jerry Jackson winning it again, depending on how well the Grizzlies do. Like, yep. I think that they, they got some questions to answer um, when it comes down to what they do on their side. Like, you know, mm-hmm. how good are they going to be? Yep. You know, how, um, you know, how much uh, winning basketball are they going to play with no uh, job for the first 25? Yeah, you know, so that's that. That's a lot of questions you got to answer, but um, I definitely can see, um, you know, either one winning it. So um, yeah. like you know, so what do you, you have anything to add as far as Jaron is being one or Giannis being one? No, I, both it? both of them, um, top notch. I definitely see your point with uh, Giannis coming back to shut things down, and then especially having more energy because he doesn't have to be the main uh, score having more energy to to play defense to, but to again, exude on the defensive yep, end yeah i agree yep, i yep. definitely but, agree but jaron like you said i could see jaron running it back um you know this first part of the season mm-hmm. especially if uh with and he had, a former defensive, he had a former defensive uh mvp on his side too with yep. with, with uh with uh marcus smart being there so that's yep. a that's a that's an added bonus Yep. And yeah, so them so. two together. Yeah, they mean, might be fighting for it. <laughs> you're right. And that's the thing when you round a certain people, yeah. when you see them yeah. elevate their game, that makes you elevate your game. And Jan mm. was already one of the top defenders. And now having somebody mm. with that dog in them, like Marcus Smart, he could very easily run it back again. But like you said, too, they could be fighting for it. They so could, it could be fighting be, for it. Yeah. So that's what it's going to make good. for a really good defensive side of the ball for the, for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you brought that up because I kind of want to pivot real quick. Just, just let's let's take a quick pivot real quick. Just okay. to get your quick opinion on this particular aspect of it, because I'm looking at the dynamic of how the Grizzlies are, are constructed, right? Mm-hmm. And they got rid of Dylan Brooks, mm-hmm. right? So he's gone. Josh suspended. They brought Marcus Smart in. Now, do you think or you hope that Marcus Smart will be the mature voice in the room to calm down the? immaturity and the foolishness that has gone on in his locker room and kind of get them focused on playing winning basketball. Do you feel, do you feel that? Yeah. I feel that especially too with Derek Rose, who's not a talker. Right. He's he, to me, he's, he's in that Marcus smart, uh, cut from the cloth, like a Marcus smart. Mm -hmm. But the thing I think with Marcus smart that we've seen, he, to me, he has the emotional intelligence to know, when to say what to say at the right I like time. That. I like that. Right. And so he's not going to come in when dealing with like Ja and do something that's not authentic. I think he's going to know how to talk mm-hmm. to Ja. But on top of that, he has the pedigree that gets street cred. Right. When you have somebody that comes in like Marcus Smart, mm-hmm. he has a blueprint to show like, look, man, I I can I've done this. I'm here to assist and help and guide, but also I'm going to hold your foot to the fire and be help you be accountable and responsible because we're not just playing for regular season. We're playing for postseason. I think Mm -hmm. he's going to, he's going to be able to tie it all together because at the same time he likes to have fun. But to me, Marcus Smart is also no nonsense. Like what we're not going to do is put track all the things that we saw last year. My Mm -hmm. hope, Mm. Is that a steady, rock solid presence like Marcus Smart squashes that because he knows how to talk? Like, look, what's the end goal? 
Mm. And our end goal is to, you know, I, I know what y'all was trying to do against Golden State. Right. We can do that this year if we just get you to do this. And right. I think he'll get that buy-in. I like that. I like that. And so, and to follow up that particular uh, question, <clears throat> do you think that 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 Marcus Smart being on his team will uh, ultimately, I guess you can say, I guess you kind of answered it because it, you know it's one of the whole, it's one it's the aspect of 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 I guess you can say uh, putting people on the right path and keeping them focused because I, I look at the, I look at the, the incidents that happened with John Moran specifically right. right. Um, you know, I think that you look at it, looking at Jaws track record. And I remember going, harkening back to the conversation they had when they lost that bag, they lost real bad, I believe to Denver. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and I think I want to say that, um, one of the guys in the locker room was saying, you know, these guys need to kind of focus on what happened and take this game, um, seriously and trying to right. you know reflect on it instead of going out. Like, right. you know, people were talking about, you know, they were going to, you know, although they look got be bad, they were going to go out and party. Yeah. You know, Jai, Jai in particular. Yeah. You know, I think that I think that Marcus being there might add a different element of volatility to that. You know, because it was Steven Adams. Steven Adams yeah. was the one that said it. He was like, Yeah, I don't think you know we should be going. I think we need to go back and watch film and talk about this game and try to figure out what went wrong. Mm -hmm. And you know, but it's, people kind of brushed him off, like, oh, whatever. And they went out and partied anyway and got themselves in trouble on, on, on top of that, right? Right. Brand that's the night he branched a gun on IG Live the first time. Yeah. I think this is my this is my personal opinion. Now you tell me how you feel. I think that the level of volatility that can be different about it, which probably might be a good thing, is that I feel like Mark Smart be more of the big brother. Like if he feel like Jaws going or anybody on the team is going off the rails and being, you know, uh, immature about how they conduct themselves on the court and, and out the court, he but the type of person he won't just say something in the locker room. Like if he thinks that Jaws is going to end up in the club, he might go into the club himself. Yoke him up and yank him out of there before he gets himself into something versus just speaking on it and just going about his business. I'm, I'm right there. I, I believe it wholeheartedly. <laughs> that would be Marcus Smart. And and here's the other thing. <laughs> Depending on how these first couple games go without mm -hmm. him, right? If this team is in a certain place. You mean a good place? Do you mean a good place? In a good place. Okay. And, okay. and Ja you. comes back uh -huh. and it crumbles. Or it starts to, starts to teeter. Yeah. Then that's going to be the line that says, that's going to illuminate the situation. Right. Because mm -hmm. if Marcus Smart and that team is trending a certain way, right. and now you bring in this piece that has been gone, mm -hmm. and that trend starts to fluctuate or, like you it's, said, It's like crumble. adding a badass kid into a classroom when you take the other classrooms that have been good this whole time. They, they, it stands out. And you yeah. can clearly see, like, oh, wait a minute. That's the problem. Right. And that's affecting our bottom line. And mm -hmm. we have a chance to win. But when this gets added, that happens. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be like, oh, all that that you was doing that was funny is not funny anymore because right. we have a team and now you are an individual. Maybe we keep the team and let the individual become somebody else's headache. And boom, there it is. So I'm hopeful. I'm not... I'm not I'm optimistic yet. I'm, 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 I'm hopeful that, that, that that's the case. Because again, yeah. I'm, I'm to the point when it comes down to the Grizzlies is that I'm either ready for them to mature or I'm ready to be, I'm ready to jump the jump, be jump done ship. With them. I'm be ready to be done, done with them. them. Break yeah. it up. Start over. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, implode it's, it. It's done. 
Like, you know, yeah. because again, if you can't bring in a guy like Marcus Smart and he can't get through to these young dudes and, and get them on the right path to playing mature, solid, you know, playoff winning basketball, then yeah, it's, it's time to do something different. Yeah. Clearly, if, he, clearly, if he can't do it, it ain't going to be done. I agree. I agree. Because that, that goes back to our points, you know, we, talk, we brought up in the last couple of years is that they need that veteran presence. And that's what they got. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to see Marcus Smart leave Boston. Now, no. how things ended up with Drew being there, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. If you had to lose Marcus yeah. Smart, but it ended up you getting Drew Holiday, I'm fine with it. That's an even exchange. I agree. But again, but can he and will he be able to turn these young boys around and get them to see the light? That's the question. All right. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll run a quick ad, and we'll come back with an NFL segment. We're going to talk about a lot of wild news <laughs> that happened in the NFL this week, especially week six. They out so, here getting butt naked. Hey, listen, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. We'll be back. back that is our ad for the lightning fast fantasy football podcast airing each and every wednesday during the football season at 9 30 eastern standard time right after the wild west podcast the afc west podcast so get, get there get there and be square because we definitely got a lot of advice to give you getting through these bye weeks and uh if you need advice when it comes down to the idea of how to win your fantasy league i need look a further yeah, look no further than the lightning fast fantasy football podcast clearly curse credit ain't be watching because you know if you've been watching he he would be doing better fancy right now, but it, it is what it is. So uh yeah. So let's talk about the NFL. Let's 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 get to it. Let's get to it. Let's not delay because the the week has been wild, to say the least. The week has been wild. So there are no more undefeated teams in the league. None. 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 Zero zilch. Zero. Nada. 
And I did not hear me when I say I did not have that on my bingo card. No, <laughs> I did not. No. So uh, the the Eagles losing, the Niners losing, didn't have it all. Now I will say this: I was right, you know. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't scream to the heavens about certain things, but I do mention them. The people that listen to this religiously, you know, that I've said it. The Cleveland Browns defense, ladies and gentlemen, is legit. Okay, yeah, they're legit. And all the only thing, and they've been legit personnel wise for quite some time, but at least three years. Only yeah. difference has been the defensive coordinator. The moment mm-hmm. you change the defense coordinator, all of a sudden they playing lights out football. Yeah. Did you see what Miles Garrett did to Trent Williams in the game? Which 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 part? Oh oh oh! It's a it's a call, it's a few, but it's one particular play where it was a pass rush. Uh, it was a pass rush attempt by Miles. And I, I haven't seen Trent Williams get thrown like that ever in life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not Trent Williams. Not Trent Williams. Not Trent Williams. Like, this is this was some old Reggie White type shit. Like, it was like, when Reggie White used to club you and move you out the way, that's what it was. I was that's not expecting no, that. That's normally Trent Williams doing that to people. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And the fact, that, the fact that, that Miles did that to Trent was shocking. Shocking. And then run from the smoke. He it, lined up against Trent. All game, practically. All game practically. So yeah, he gave him that work. He All gave him day. that work. He showed me a grown man. He told. What did Steve Smith say to Akeem Talib back up back in the day? He said, "Listen, you know, I don't know what y'all talking about, but uh, but he didn't finish the game. Yeah, ice, ice up, uh, ice up. Because <laughs> <laughs> Trent didn't finish the game. Then we got hurt. So yeah, so yeah, clearly Miles won that round. Yeah, but um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, the week was just wild. I mean, just you know, I, I mean, to say the least. I mean, the Jets winning. I mean, it is it's, it's uh, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Jets. The Jets. Now, now, and, and with, with two corners out, they had his starting two corners were out, and he still be deals. That's the crazy without yeah. sauce, without, without, without DJ. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, that's that's a feat. Now, yeah. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna start off. Right. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start there. So let okay. me ask you this: What do you think it was? Like, do you think it was the Jets playing such good defense, or was it the Eagles' offense was that was the problem? Uh, so I'll say one: the Jets' mm-hmm. defense did play inspired. It did, right? And the words yeah. of Rob, uh, and and the words of uh, Salah, uh, there was eleven people kissing somebody on the Eagles every play. Would they pass that defense? That, with, that defense, right, was lights hmm. out. Oh, you know, again, you know, I was in heaven. You know, I was in heaven <laughs> again. Without arguably the number one corner in the league, right? And mm-hmm. then his 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 uh his Robin Robin to Batman mm-hmm. was out too. So it wasn't like okay, they did have Reed and Sauce was that wasn't there, so they were still no, they didn't have either one. Listen, and they still they did such a number on them boys that they went out and got Julio Jones. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, what I did see is Quentin Williams letting it be known. I'm, I'm one of man. the top, I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. If I'm Jalen Carter, I'm watching Quentin Williams. I agree. That's that's I, that's why I want to work out in all with on all season. Oh. I'm I'm listen, I'm making a phone call. I'm spending half the season with Aaron Donald and the other yep. half with Quentin Williams. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like either if I can't live in your house, what's right. the nearest hotel apartment that I can rent for 30 days? Just give me the itinerary and I'm there every day. Yeah. So I but but that's the first part. Second part, listen, we've talked about it. 
there are certain times when your offensive coordinator leaves or a coordinator leaves, it changes the whole talking about DNA. Last week. Yes. We talked about it last week. How the different? How the how the uh, how the uh, car charges are different in the red zone? We talked about how the Chiefs are different. How the commanders are different. Yeah, it, that's a big thing. Yes, and it doesn't help when you have that many turnovers happening. I mean, Quentin Williams. What up, Richie Rich? Quentin What's Williams up, Rich? got an interception. Big man, big man how about, balling. How about big that? Big man balling. How about and I that? I think it was, but. It, uh, as much as the defense, I'm going to say I give 52% to the Eagles offense because to blame, 52% to, to blame. blame. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm with here's you. the thing about I think we both agree when it comes to the Eagles offense, they haven't looked like themselves all season. All oh, six through six games, it is not right. It's looked rough. It hasn't, it it's looked choppy all mm. season. This time last year. We was already seeing they was wailed all they was clicking at this time last mm-hmm. year. We was projecting, we was like, Oh, we see where the Eagles gonna go. That's, that's right. A fact. That's a fact. Now it's a lot of uh they winning, but that's what but, you're getting. They're yeah. winning, but right. I don't know <laughs> what's going on between the receivers, but I tell you they need to figure it out because every since the AJ Brown sideline tirade, right? It's been a complete shift now because so, so it, now he ain't beginning his numbers, but nobody else has. Before it was Devontae was going off, and then it was more spread, right? Mm-mm. Now it's a heavy feeding of AJ, but at to what means and ends is it hurting the rest of the team? And that's what I'm my concern is. That's a good point. So stay there. So so that's that was the issue and the concern we had last year with Buffalo. Yeah. With them highly feeding and giving high volume to Stefan, void of everybody else. So yes. when the chips are down and you need somebody else to make a play, guess who's not in rhythm? The other people. Exactly. Yep. So does that is that a, is that a carbon copy of what we're seeing with the Eagles? Is, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. All right, well, there you go. There you go. Plenty, plain yeah. simple. Yeah. And simple. And I'm and I'm concerned about that because I think, but I also would say this. Now, now what the Bills didn't do is go out and change that dynamic when that mm-hmm. when that was the issue, right? Right. They didn't change their running approach. They didn't go out and get themselves another receiver. But what the Eagles did was when they went out and got Julio Jones. So what that could mean or could uh, uh possibly could add a different wrinkle or dimension to their offense is now you line up AJ and Julio on the outside. You put Devontae in the slot. Yeah. With, all, with that a speed and that elusiveness and that yak ability. Yeah. Then that might add a different wrinkle and different dynamic to you know get him out some bubble screens and things of that nature. Let him use his speed to his advantage rather than you're dealing with press cover corners on the outside all the time. A you good know, coordinator could take advantage of that. I'm concerned that listen AJ and Julio are carbon copies of themselves too. When you're talking about big physical now, true. This One's taller than the other though. It's Julio six yeah. three. AJ maybe six foot. Yeah, and yeah. I'm with and, you. and this ain't the Julio from no, years ago. Atlanta. This ain't the Atlanta Julio. You're right. No, this ain't the Atlanta Julio. But my concern is all of a sudden you bring in a Julio, and you have these these carbon copy muscular strong type of receivers, and you phase out Devontae. Instead of using him, how you're saying, using big body receivers out there, letting him use his speed in the slot, you all of a sudden he becomes an afterthought because you're 
you're crafting the offense heavy AJ Julio and then whatever else. Well, I, I think I think it's it's a it's a method to kind of unlock Devontae in a sense because okay. Julio is a, is a household name, right? Yeah. So you can't not pay attention to him. I mean, hell, he's six three. I mean, he's yeah. he's a former four four three forty type of wide receiver, right? Yeah. I'm not saying he can run that now, but you get my yeah. point. Like he, you leave him single covered against a smaller cornerback, it's it's money. He's still right? a grown man. He's still a grown man. Right? He can still now. jump out the gym, right? So he's still yeah. an athlete, right? If they if he yeah. wasn't, they wouldn't have called him. Right. So you have to pay attention to him on the boundary or on, you know on the outside of the X, right? Right. AJ Brown is going to be AJ Brown. So, what you now you got to figure out how to keep Devontae under wraps in the slot, running the seams and yeah. running those deep posts at your yes. safeties and keep him from blowing the top off your defense. Yeah. That's yeah. what you that's what you should be looking to try to do. You know, yeah. so it's more of a decoy situation necessarily. So, I'm going to, you know, outside outside leverage Julio and Adrian try to keep them from catching the ball on the outside of the outside of the hashes. And guess what? Who's who's wide open? Goddard and, and, and Devontae. Yep. Wide open yep. the middle field. Yep. You know, because again, you know, just like I know, the the more threats you have on the on the boundaries on the outside of hashes, the defense stretches, especially if we're playing yeah. zone. Yeah. Defense stretches. Guess what? Those voids happen in the middle of the field and it gives easy pitch and catches for Jalen to get uh, Devontae and, and Dallas Goddard involved. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that's what the case is. But yeah, I, I'm definitely thinking that at least they were, uh, I guess you can say proactive in a sense, they realized they they, uh, they understood and recognized a problem potentially that they can maybe do something different in the office because they realized, yeah, they've been winning games, but it's been ugly. Ugly. It's been ugly. So, so yeah, so that was the Eagles game. <laughs> the 49ers game was a whole different, whole different ball game. Yeah. Now your boy, Prop Purdy kind of came down to earth this week. He, you know, he wasn't as cute as he wasn't as pretty as he could have been. That's the that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. And again, I give I give now we can kind of do percentages with this one as well. Now, what do you think was it was because I mean, let's be honest, the Browns offense wasn't, you know, stellar. No. But the defense was the talk of the town as well. So what do you put the onus on who won and lost the game for uh the Niners? Was it the Niners offense that lost in the game or was it the Cleveland defense? Oh, this is I, I almost want to go 50-50, but I'm going to go 51% to the Browns' defense. Okay. Um, You know, doing what they had to do to shut down and what to dominate. But I, the reason why I'm saying 49% is because in that game, the 49ers walked away with three major losses. Big, big-time losses in the game. In man. one game. And that's yeah. hard Overcome. when you're dealing with the yeah, defense like Cleveland, right? Yeah, I agree. So you lose your MVP, quote unquote, candidate running back. Mm-hmm. You lo- you lose the heart and soul of physicality offensively in Debo. Mm-hmm. You also lose your stalwart at tackle in Trent Williams. So losing when you lose three pieces like that, and you're going against a defense like Cleveland. Listen, that's a that's a, that's an arduous task for anybody to deal with, especially someone mid-game to have to face, right? Good point. Good point. Yeah, so I, I get 51% though. Again, I can't shortchange it when they won. So sure. 51% to the Browns defense. Okay. Who showed so, up. Let me ask this question. So had McCaffrey, Debo, and Trent finished the game, do you think they would have lost? I don't think they would have lost. I can agree with that. I think the four nines would have won that game if they had stayed in the game. I think that would, yeah. I think injuries and the, and them being because it's always weird to me. Now I'm not you know I'm not sure 
how how different it feels for coordinators in the league, right. you know. But when coordinators for their first time out facing backup quarterbacks always seems to struggle. Like yeah. when you okay, you know, DCR was a backup, and they said, We're not getting DCR. They brought PJ Walker off the practice squad and let him play. Yeah. So it was like, okay, we did with PJ Walker. And mind you, you got film on PJ Walker. PJ Walker's played in the league before for Carolina. Yeah. So you've yeah. seen him play. It's like he just came off the street and you don't know nothing about him, right? Right. So it's not that, but it seems it seems to me like the coordinators have have serious big time struggles with backup quarterbacks, and they just seem yes. like they were off kilter all game. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes down to them trying to you know slow down the Cleveland Browns offense, and again they didn't they didn't light the world on fire, obviously, no. but you know I mean they scored nineteen points, you know, so I mean you know it is what it is, but you know they 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 kept the 49ers down and they you know did enough of. Of playmaking to win the game. Yep. You know, so I mean, hell, they were honestly, they were a Jake Moody field goal from losing it. Yes. <laughs> he just had to miss the kick. So, yeah. You know, <clears throat> but yeah, I definitely give Cleveland a lot of credit for being very stout on defense. Now, if Deshaun yep. can get healthy, you know, and today they might be all right. And I, I said that. I said the team can, it can win if Deshaun plays, you know, a semblance of himself like he was before he got suspended. Right. And you know, the talent, you know, they can run the ball against anybody. Hell, Jerome Ford had 80-some yards on the yeah. ground himself. So they can run the ball. Kareem Hunt had a good game. Yeah. So they can run the ball against anybody. It ain't that. It's just a matter of how well they can throw the ball. And Deshaun got to be the key to that. Yeah. So he got to get his shoulder right and get on the get on the get on the good foot. And if they can, the, the North is wide open because Steelers are struggling, the the Bengals wow. are struggling, and the Ravens yep. are the only ones that are by default are, are winning anything right now. So yep. So we'll see how that goes. But there's one more game that I, I definitely wanted to underscore, and we kind of talked about them before. Um, actually, two things. I want to talk about the Lions real quick. You know, give me give me your give me your thoughts on that because they were missing pieces as well. Brian Branch and a few other people were missing, and they still steamrolled the Bucks. So, so what do you think? You know, because I mean, the Lions always, you know, you know how no matter how good they were in the past, it's always been yeah. something to make you feel like the Lions ain't is a ceiling there. Like they're going to at some point the shoe's going to fall off, right? Yep. Yeah. So, do you feel like this team is different? Let me ask that question. Do you feel like this team is different than years past? Yes. Okay. Yes. Why do you feel that way? Because they they don't have the history. There's been enough distance from the history of the Lions for this team not to, as we would say. The Lions are going to Lion, right? And this this previous Lion teams in this scenario would have found a way to lose compared to finding ways to win. Good point. Good point. And with this team, they're finding ways to win. I really think now Dan Campbell and that player coach staff has assembled the players – that represent the DNA and the fabric of what they want. I really that's, think that's they a great not, take. That's a great yeah, take. I think they have the building blocks finally now all here. They've purged that mentality that they've had to deal with of, hey, we're just going to show up, get a paycheck, go home, and mm-hmm. be comfortable with losing. To now they have players that are, that are not aware of that history of losing and they want to change the fabric. And they've walked in believing not only that they should be there, but they should be there and win. Like and they, losing and they, to them. Is and, and they feel like they belong. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When you when, Listen, when you look at that defense, even with Brian Branch out, I'm going to say it again. Aiden Hutchinson, 
Campbell, the even losing Branch and uh, I can't remember the, the DB that tore his ACL escapes me. Um, losing him, but still, now mm-hmm. mind you, oh, you talking about Mosley, Emmanuel Mosley. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Bucks have been on a roll. The Bucks yeah. look like a high school team against the Lions. They, they did. They shut it all. They beat. Listen, they beat Baker like a drum. He mm-hmm. he was wincing, bloody lip. Hey, when when <laughs> when Dan Campbell said, "If you knock us down, we're gonna uh, we're gonna stand up, but on the way up, we're gonna bite your kneecap." <laughs> that's, that's what he meant. Oh, they was biting kneecaps. They was definitely that. And listen. I saw a pass that Der- Jared Goff, former number one pick. Listen, he threw a pass to Jamison Williams. I thought he had a cannon in his arm because he dropped that thing. That thing, what? Hey, he put all of his arm, and, and it was outdoors. Throw. You know, the st- mystique in this yeah. thing is that he don't play well outdoors, and he played yeah. well. He played he well did. that day. He did. He did. He did play the way. I, I agree with you. And you realize this is this this is the only team that's not giving up a hundred yard rusher in the entirety of the season yet. And they lost the uh uh Montgomery. So they like you said, they had injuries, but that mm-hmm. defense under I, what's what's been the most? I think 80 yards, 80 it's something around 80, it. They, they, yards, they have not given up a hundred yard rusher yeah. to a team yet. Yep. That's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm just waiting to see how good it's gonna be. Yes. Um. Yeah. And they, they, again, I, I just want to go over and see them go against you know uh, Eagles or uh, the Forty Nine team. See it. Let's yeah. let's test the metal. Let's yeah. test the metal. See how good we really are. Let's see. I am scared to see a Eagle Lions game right now. Ooh, now, right now, I got the Lions. <laughs> listen, but you talking about a hard hitting game, boy? So oh, listen, oh. the Ice oh, yeah. Hub is gonna have oh, RSVP yeah. <laughs> all oh, week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even the Cowboys game. They played the Cowboys second to last game of the season. That's going to be a bomb burner. That's probably the toughest yeah. matchup they got coming up. They got the Ravens this week. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. They got them playing the Ravens. Actually, they got the Ravens on the 22nd. So, yeah, that's that's this weekend. Yeah. yeah. They got the Ravens this weekend. So, they, that's going to be a tough one in the, in the Cowboys game. That's going to be two games of marketing calendar that's going to be going to tell you exactly how good the lines are. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Last one. Talk, let's talk about the Bills real quick before we move on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the Bills. Yeah. So, they fight okay. They back. They back to where they where I said they were. Like, you know, they went on this little two two three game win streak, and they were after losing to the Jets week one. Yeah, that's been mm-hmm. a problem for them. For some reason they keep losing to the damn Jets. I don't know what it is. Right. But it's in division games, so you kind of let that slide, right? Yeah. But then you go to oh you 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 take you take a trip over to London to pay the Jaguars. We've been there already. Yeah. You didn't lead to to Friday, you know. So you slept walk through the game for three quarters and lose to the Jags. Then you damn near turn around. Then you damn near lose to the to Tyrod Taylor led Giants. We ain't can't get out their own way and yes. can't score more than 13, 14 points a game. Yes. And you almost lost that game. Yes. So what what do you think is I feel like I know the issue, but I want you to tell me exactly what you think the issue is with the Buffalo Bills and why that ultimately, if if they're gonna play like this up and down, that was gonna ultimately derail them. Man, man, One, yeah, let me ask you, is it going to derail them? Is, it, is there inconsistent play going to derail them for, for, yeah. from their goal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going, uh, to me, they're going to succumb to the pressure. They're going to press, mm-hmm. right? Um, Miami is putting pressure on them. Oh. Now, mind you, they beat the dog mess out of Miami dog. now. They did. Dog. Yeah. But I think the pressure of not when they played, but watching what Miami's doing outside of Buffalo. True. That kind of constant winning and pressure 
it's mm-hmm. going to make them it's going to rush them try and to as we it's going to speed them up try to make try to yeah, catch them yeah, yeah I get they you, like I get we got to keep up with them we got to keep right. up with them instead of saying hey only thing we got to do is stay in control of what we can control mm-hmm. that constant peaking oh Miami won again now we got to mm-hmm. win right, Miami right, won right, again. Right. we got to right. win right yeah i like that and that's going to press them and then what's going to end up happening is it's going to become Stefan Dig overload. And that's dangerous for Buffalo when it becomes singular focus. Josh Allen really getting into uh, I'm gonna give it to Stefan, 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 Stefan mm-hmm. to the detriment of of others. So um I think it's gonna come back and bite. It's gonna come back and bite them. And they're they they are they are one injury away defensively from from crumbling. They've already mm. lost some key pieces. Mm. They're one injury away from crumbling in the current AF, AF, AFC. Yeah. No, uh, Mal- overall, yeah no Milano, no Trey White. You just got yep. Vaughn back. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. So, yeah, they, they, I'm, I'm nervous about them because also going back to the Lions, we've seen this story with Buffalo. A lot of hype, a lot of hope, and then a lot of letdown. Mm-hmm. in the most critical time. And right. I'm I'm thinking that we're about to see round three of that. Okay. Yeah, I, again, I, I've, I've kind of sold my I, – I didn't sell it all, but I sold majority of my Buffalo stock. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I offloaded it for some Bitcoin or some shit. I don't know. I, I you know, I, but I, I sold a lot some of Dogecoin? You offloaded yeah, it for some Dogecoin? Some crypto something. I did, you know, some, some, some Nepalese coins. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I, yeah. I definitely sold it. I mean, because I mean, everybody, you know, you know, I, I walk around with trying to sell bill stock. It ain't, it ain't selling. You know, it ain't selling like hotcakes. Yeah, I got to yeah. take what I can get. Yeah, but, yeah. But I would, you know, void of that, I sold most of it. I kept a couple of, couple of, you know, shares just in just case. in case it bounced back. Just in case, just in it, case it bounced back. back. You know, so I have, yeah. I have some invested, right? But yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm about ready to sell that too. <laughs> I'm about ready to sell that too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I got one foot out the door. Because again, my biggest problem with the bills is, and I'm not going to get harp on this because I have a multitude of times on many shows that we've done. Yes, my biggest problem is that the bills can only win one way. Mm. Mm. And when you take that one 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 aspect away, They're they limited. struggle. They yeah. struggle every yeah. single time. It's a broken record at this point. No they struggle. Game. No yep. running game. I, if I can't get the ball to Stefan at high volume. Because they've got they've got nothing out of their tight ends, Knox or Kincaid. They've got nothing out of them. Gabe yeah. Davis flashes here and there, but they've gotten much nothing from him. Khalil Shakir, they've got much nothing from him. James Cook out of the, in the past game that slowed down. They start they were feeding him early. Yeah, and that's dried up. So yeah. if you can't win but one way, a good team is going to take that away from you. Oh, I yeah. even Cincinnati did last year to the end of the playoffs. Yeah. You're going to lose. Yes, you're going to lose. So, and, it's, and especially when you get into a, a, a quote unquote track meet with the Miami Dolphins, like you're ultimately mm. going to get into when you play them. Yes. You know, praying for two is health because, again, we want to see a full season of this and see what it really could be, right? Because right. They, they're, on, they're on a record pace to break the uh, oh great show on turf's records for offense. Oh my gosh. But regardless of that, if you cannot win but one way, all I'm going to do is get out of the tape from the playoff game and I'm going to see what Cincinnati did to you. Mm-hmm. That playoff game, and mind you, it was a Cincinnati scheme and bad weather. Yes, playing Buffalo, sir. Yes, you play in Buffalo. Yes, it's going to be bad weather. That's not an if, but a win. Win, right? 
You play in Buffalo, so you're going to have bad weather. So if yep. you don't have that knockdown, drag out way of winning football games, you're going to lose playoff games. So mm. that's 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 that is the fate of the Buffalo Bills at this moment. And I'm sorry, Buffalo fans, if you're watching this, <laughs> but I'm just being honest. And that we've seen it. Look at the track record in the last three, four years in the playoffs. Yeah. Think, look at the track record since Josh Allen's been your quarterback. And yeah. that'll tell you exactly what you look at. Gotta look gotta look forward to. Yeah. And so they understand that, or they don't understand that, and they coach get fired and they bring somebody else to, to kind of fix that problem. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna be the same broken record every single time. And you're game back now because Miami's rolling. Rolling ain't the word coming in that thing like Optimus Prime. <laughs> roll out, <laughs> roll out, <laughs> roll out. Yeah. So yeah. So that's where that's where it lands for me. I think that that's the issue. And again, until until they wake up and smell a coffee, which I don't think they're going to, because again, we've wanted for three or four years, and I've been screaming on by myself with you on yeah. anybody's show that will listen that yes. I was on and saying that Buffalo has this problem and they will refuse to fix it. So yeah. until they do that or they do something different, they just blow it up. Yeah, that's going to be their fate. Yep. Huh. All right, so let's let that's going to segue right into this the new topic that we got. <laughs> NFL coaching and, and quarterbacking, right? Yeah. So I've seen especially this past week, I've seen some really bad coaching and some really bad quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's not even funny. Yeah. It's not even funny. So, you know, I mean, I'm not even going to give a long soliloquy about uh, introductory aspect of this. Let's just get into it. Yeah. So, from your perspective, like, if you had to point out, you know, based upon guys on this on this graphic here, right? You know, you got the coaches, you got the quarterbacks. You know, there's only a few quarterbacks, obviously, but like, who who's bothering you from a, a coaching perspective? Like, you know, what coach is bothering you from a, a aspect of he should be doing a better job than what he's doing? You know. Uh, first and foremost, Brandon Staley. I'm glad you said it, and I didn't. I ain't glad. I ain't got to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said it. Now I don't have to. Yeah, continue he's, though. Continue though. He's 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 what 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 what's the phrase we like to say? You want to know where it really grinds my gears? Yep, chaps my drear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he is the epitome of irritation right now for me because looking at the team he has. It, it it stood out to me last night when I had the chance to actually sit down, nothing else going on, Monday mm-hmm. night football, yep. and watch. Now, truth be told, I know Herbert is dealing with a, a broken uh, left hand, middle finger, I believe. Yeah, it's middle finger, yep. But again, I, I'll go back to the statement you always use. When you are a coach and your calling card is a certain thing and that thing is not dominant that's a problem and to me watching this not team a, not only not dominant but the worst in the league yes yes they've not finished above 28th in defense since he's been there but go ahead continue and and when you look you have perennial hall of famer you have a up and coming dominant end on both you you have two perennial top tier ends. You have arguably the number one safety in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You have a budding um, DB, and from what I watched last night, a strong linebacker core with 
and I can't pronounce his name, but it starts with a T. Oh, Tulipilotu. Yes. And then mm-hmm. you can't get out your own way, and you haven't finished above 28 with that defense? With oh, that let, defense. Let me add another stat to that. They, they've they spent the most money on defensive personnel in the league in the last two years. And and you can't get above 28? Mm-hmm. That's, that's saying a lot. So that's one coach that irritates me. Um, the other coach that irritates me is the coach of the Bears. And I know. I feel sorry for Justin Fields. I do too. He, in the time that he has been in the NFL, the the coaching roulette that he's had to deal with has not been helpful. No. But this coach is hot garbage. <sighs> hot Bruh. garbage. And this Bruh. is following after Nagy. Yeah. Who was hot garbage. You You really didn't think you could get worse. But wait, thought. there's more. You thought. So you, <laughs> you thought. thought. So yeah. you thought. Right. Um, and then lastly, we see his quarterback up here on the screen. Uh Atlanta Falcons. Oh. Yeah. Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. Oh my gosh. First of all, his you never trust a coach with that mustache. <laughs> That's first and foremost. That tells you a lot. That, that tells you a lot. lot. That tells when you. When you make a conscious decision to cut your mustache like that, then yeah, I, I got conscious I got decision. Not a not a not a fantasy football game loss. Not a wager bet loss. This is a conscientious. Oh, this is how I want to show up. Mm-hmm. Hell no, you you can't you can't coach with you know. How, how I'm going to look at you in a locker room. You come in, you trying to talk to me, and you trying to tell me anything with with you looking like that. I can't so, take you serious. I, I can't, can't take, take you serious. serious. I can't do it. I, me personally, I can't do it. No, I can't take you serious. So, so yeah, those are my – I mean, overall, those are my quarter uh, coaches. We're going to get to Wild Bill here in a second, so I'm going to save that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll let Bill live for, for the yeah. moment. Yeah. I am concerned about Dayball, but he's not up there yet, but he's – He's trending that way, but I, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna talk about him because yeah. now mind you, I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm give him some grace because he wanted the Chargers job, and the yeah. Chargers decided themselves not to pick Brian Dayball, which they should have. Right, they should have. Yes. With Justin Herbert, him being your your incumbent, he should have been your guy. Yeah, you should have picked an offensive guy to coach your franchise quarterback. But that's a yeah. whole other conversation for a whole other day. Yes, but. Brian Dayball, I'm gonna give Brian Dayball a little bit of smoke, just a little bit, just a little bit of flicker of a fire. It's not, <laughs> not, a, not a lot. It's a little bit, yeah, yeah. Because he chose, he he gave the green. Let me like put like this because it wasn't his call. I know where you're going. It wasn't his call, going. but he he gave the green light to say we want to keep Daniel Jones. Yep. Big mistake. Yes. Big mistake. You shouldn't have not kept Daniel Jones. Yes. I, that I, I must I stand on that. You shouldn't have not. You should have went out and got yourself a different quarterback. Mm-hmm. Point blank. So that that's 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 problem one. Yep. Problem one I have. So I'm gonna give Brian Dayball a little bit of smoke, not much, because again, he should be the he should have been the Chargers head coach, not the Giants. Yeah. Now what he did with Daniel Jones last year, that should have been told that should have told you that because Daniel Jones' first three years in the league, what he was, how terrible he was. The fact that he he kind of, he pivoted and was a, a somewhat competent quarterback with you yeah. as a as a as a guru of quarterbacks. Look what you did yep. with Josh Allen. That should tell you that was the ceiling. Like, it won't mm-hmm. get no better than that. So you should have signed up for that going forward. That's just my personal right. opinion. Right. That's it. 
that's it. But I'm with you on Arthur Smith train. That that that's 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 mess. I don't again and they, them deciding to keep Desmond Ritter instead of going out and getting himself a quarterback in the draft. Yeah, that that they should have picked up. They should have picked up a Levis or or Richardson themselves. In my opinion, yep. they yep. should have that rock with Desmond Ritter. I don't know why they thought that that was going to work. He's yeah. not good. I mean, no. just, I mean, just be real about it. <laughs> he's not good. He's not. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not a franchise quarterback. He's right. a backup. He can. He can. Right. He can come in and, and and spell your quarterback if he gets has to be off for a few plays. True. You know, he's he's, he's Brian Hoyer. He's Chase Daniels. He's not oh, wow. a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Wow. Be real. I'm just being real. He just, he he's he's not to the archives. He's not it. Yeah. He's not it. I mean, I'm looking at those guys that have been long-standing backups and never been starters. Yeah. That's him. That's him. Yep. Not yep. saying he can't make money in the league, but she can't be a franchise quarterback. He's that, yeah. that's, It's not it, man. It's, he's yeah. not it. He's not, he's <laughs> not it for me. Nah. <laughs> he's not it for me. Good. So, uh, so yeah. So, I, I have to say this. You know, of course, you know, people will say, well, you're a Chargers fan. He's just hating. But I'm going to say it anyway. The whole dynamic with Sean Payton in, in, in Denver, I don't know. I don't know what that what that is. I don't I'm not sure. It's a power trip. I don't know. But but yet again, was you are, is he the right man for the job if that's the case? No. Because you I mean, granted, now Russell is playing better as a as a quarterback this year than he did last year. You know, we the numbers speak to that. But yeah. it's still losing games left and right. Yes. You know, and I'm wondering. Now I could I could completely about it wrong because everybody gives him higher praise for being a guru, um, especially from office from office's perspective, being a guru. But mm-hmm. was is Brian is not Brian, but but is Sean Payton a byproduct of a Hall of Fame quarterback and Drew Brees being your quarterback for your tenure as a head coach prior to this? Yes. Or or or, or can you work with anybody? And I'm I got questions about that because if you can make Drew Brees work, who was an immobile, limited arm quarterback, if you can make him work. How can you not make Russell Wilson work with a full off season of, of work? Like it's not like you came in week one and they they hired you week one. You didn't have no prep time and you just threw them out there. You had a whole off season to 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 get this together, and it's not it's not great. It's not great, and the and your defense side of the ball is even worse than that. So you know they even rumblings they might hire Rex Ryan and get rid of Vance Joseph. I'm sorry, personnel is personnel. That's not. What, I don't give a damn as Vance Joseph, Rex Ryan, or 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 Vince nobody come back from the grave. You not. It's not going to change. Right. So I'm I'm just curious of whether or not Sean Payton is the guy of the. And this is gonna this is gonna be one of my takes when we talk about Bill Belichick. But it's, I'm gonna preface it here by saying that sometimes coach coaches age out. They age out, and what worked for them in the past don't work with this new generation. And and your ego, right? Yeah, your that, ego that, that gets part. your ego gets too big that part. for the situation. Because I will say this too, when we look at Sean and Drew, yeah, Drew was his guy. It was his guy. He he brought Drew in, quote mm-hmm. unquote, right? So it's oh look at me. In this situation, Russell's not his guy. He didn't handpick Russell. Mm-hmm. He didn't make a trade for Russell. But he you signed in. up for it, though, because Russell was there before you got there. And that's why I said ego, because you come in, oh, I got to put my foot down and show the lay of the land and show that, you know mm. what, the um, the uh, office that he had is going away. No mm. bucket hats. No, di- bro, this has now become, is it about the team or is it about you? Because to me, now are you starting to make it really about you? Like, let me show you 
And I, this is where coaches have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Let me show you regardless that my scheme will work regardless of the Jimmys and Joes that I have. Not mm-hmm. being willing to say, mm, you know what? I don't have the quarterback that can run this this way. So let me switch this up. Or my quarterback's a heavy play action, long ball, deep ball type of quarterback. Let me craft the uh, the let me craft the offense to him. Right. No, you walk in like my way is perfect. I don't need to worry about anything else. We're gonna run this, and that's not that's not good, and that's dangerous. So, um, I just don't. I think he he pushed too hard to prove who is the person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the coach. I gotta prove it. It wasn't a good look, especially when you come back and uh, go against the person that you talk noise against, and then they win. How about that? That was that was definitely an eyesore. That was definitely a black yeah. eye in yeah. that particular regime's uh, legacy. Because yes. Them losing all that talk, all that noise, and then you lose to them. So yes, yeah. So that that's that's the one I'm questioning. That again, the jury's still out because it's still early. But yeah, I, I have questions about what, what clock management. You know, just certain things happening that, that that should be buttoned up the moment he got there, and it's not. And it's under your and it's under your watch, there, big guy. Exactly. Clock management I mean, is you again, and I and I I, I use this example again. Look at Mike McDaniel. Yes. The day Mike McDaniel got there, things changed overnight. Yes. And it's been that way. It stayed that way. It hadn't changed in two years. At all. It, it's been highly productive. Yes. But Sean Payton got way more mystique than Mike McDaniel does. And it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dumpster fire. But Mike McDaniels is more effective. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. You Hot know, dumpster it, fire. Yeah. And two other ones, thing. two other guys, older statesmen that I got an issue with real quick, is I got an issue with Pete Carroll. Mm, okay. That's interesting. Because... But because I, I have an issue with the fact that I don't think Geno Smith is your guy. I don't. Mm, fair enough. You 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 triple down on that. You gave him a three year deal after that one year deal he had when Russell was uh, traded. Mm-hmm. You picked him. You picked him to be your guy, and your offense. It's it's not it's not good. No, the offense doesn't. It's not. It's not. I I I try I try not to criticize you for being old. And 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 not, and and unwilling to pivot, but it's 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 it is it is what it is. It is what it is. Because you can't tell me you can't tell me that anybody with an office of modern mindset, let me use that word, mm-hmm. modern mindset can't get more out of this offense. You've got two thousand yard running backs, capable running backs, Sharper yeah. and Walker. You've got a, a two good Pro Bowl esque booking tackles. Right. You've got three Pro Bowl level wide receivers. And you can't you can't score at will. Yeah. And a defense that's solid. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They've got they've got embarrassed twice this year already. You know, twice. people they've heat, we heat their praise on Monday night because they, you know, because Devin Witherspoon's coming out party and all that good stuff. We was all high on it. But the offense, the we offense. Dig into the when we dig into the weeds, the offense yeah. hasn't is isn't setting the world on fire. Practice, right? Talk about not, practice, not a game, not a game. We talk about practice, yeah. So they've gotten undressed twice already. So I would be concerned. I would be concerned because there's no way in the world if you're having Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, Jackson Smith, and with DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett, and you don't score the minimum of 24 points a game. 
there's no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse. And you know, for obvious reasons, uh, uh, <laughs> we talked about a little earlier about him letting Kellen Moore walk out the door, but uh, Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. uh, fair, Mike McCarthy, yeah, he got away with one last night, he definitely did, and that was more charges for than his. Yes. They, 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 Mark McCarthy and Brian Staley, and I said this to myself at the beginning of the game. I said, we can already watch a, a battle of bad coaching. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's a battle of bad coaching. It's, yeah. it's the battle of bad coaches mm-hmm. because they both tried to give the game away. It's just the Chargers would, were better at it down the stretch. Yes. And yes. that's not a, that's not something you want to be known for. The, the, no. the, you know, how, how do I lose games? <laughs> the Chargers are the, the funny, the Broncos lead this stat by one game. But well, the Chargers in the last three years are second in in one in, in one score loss. They're three points or less. Wow, they wow. lost they they lost the most games by three points or less in in, in wow. the last three years. Wow, now, that's that, crazy. again, that's something you want to be known for. Not at but, all. But yeah, but but the Dallas offense is is isn't shaking the world on fire either. And again, no. you let your rock star coordinator uh, out the door, and you know he's he's just doing fine without you, and your offense is struggling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for my quarterbacks, I'm just running a list real quick. We can move on to talk about Bill. We'll talk about Desmond mm-hmm. Ritter. I talk about Geno Smith. Of course, Zach Wilson isn't it. Baker Mayfield isn't it either. Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones, and Ryan Tannehill. They're all on my list of guys that need to be replaced. I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. So, um, good thing for most people that this quarterback draft is heavy. Because yeah, you need a new super, guy. Super you heavy. You need a new guy. Did, did yeah. you read that tweet I sent you earlier about, about the quarterbacks that Caleb can start over right now? Yes. That was hilarious. Yes. Crazy. That was hilarious. That but they're hilarious. not wrong, though. They're not wrong. Only person they, I think they're wrong about is Matt Stafford. I, I don't oh, think yeah. he can start off yeah. Matt Stafford no. at this point. But no. everybody else, absolutely. And I'm, I'll read the list real quick. They said Dak Prescott, Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Kenny Pickett, Derek Carr, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, Brock Purdy, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, Zach Wilson, Josh Dobbs, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jordan Love, Ryan Tannehill, Geno Smith, Bryce Young, and Gardner Mitchell. That's damn near the whole league. <laughs> that's half. That's half. <laughs> so you can start over half the league right now, and that's how yes. I feel about it. Yes. And again, I, I would argue because Brock Purdy's in that system already and Matt Stafford. The only two I would argue. Yes. Outside of that, he can start over all the rest of those jokes. Yes. And be Easy. fine. And the team no will be problem. better for it. Yes. <laughs> the team will be better for it. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the injury report real quick before we get to the uh before we get to the um uh, we can talk about Bill. Yep. So, you know, what do you feel like? This is a lot. This is a lot. Jimmy Garoppolo avoided serious injury, but he's gonna probably be out this week. Justin Field has a has a dislocated thumb, so he's yep. gonna he's week to week. Trevor Lawrence is 50-50 for the game. Right. Brian Tannehill got a high ankle spring. Damian Harris got caught at all, so I don't think he's going to play the rest of this year. That's my right. personal opinion. Dave Montgomery, Montgomery's out for a few weeks. Kyron Williams out a week. Chris McCaffrey avoided serious injury. So did Debo and Trent. Um, so they're going to be week to week. The Eagles lost Lane Johnson, and so, but not long term. He's, he's week to week. And Orlando Brown went out for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So that's just this week. <laughs> like, that's just that's yeah, not yeah. even. That's you got to caveat even, that. That's, that's just this, this week. week. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot of names, a lot of big names this week so the question is based upon who we ran down in this in this long list uh, litany of injuries that we've had um in the league up to week six who do you feel like that's a top tier team is going to survive (laughs) 
the, the injury bug because it might be a situation and not necessarily be the best team, but the healthiest team come week right. 17. Right. Um, I'm going to say this. Based off just these people being injured, uh, I'm going to say San Francisco. I think San Francisco is most equipped from losing three. Yeah. The good thing is that they have a coach that has gone through three quarterbacks that has gone through Debo. Oh, Samuel they've definitely lived hurt. through adversity. Yeah. yeah, they've lived through it. So if anybody is equipped to accept and adjust, uh, I'm going to put I'm going to put them as a team, the 49ers, as a team that can overcome this situation. Okay. I would add, I would definitely say the 49ers, I agree with you there. Um, I think the Eagles have a lot of depth as well, so I think they can withstand an injury or two. Um, I think the long as, as long as the Eagles don't lose Jalen, right. as long as the uh, as long as the um, 49ers don't lose Brock. Right. Um, and I'm going to throw another team out there. I think the Miami Dolphins, because they've had a few injuries, A-Chain yes. a and a few other people have gone out. Jeff Wilson yep. started on IR. So I think that they can withstand an injury or two. I mean, hell, the O-line has been a makeshift O-line all year, and they're still getting it done. Yeah. So I think long as two is healthy in that particular outfit as well, they can they can they can sustain themselves despite an injury or two. Yeah. Um, on either side of the ball, and they could stand and get healthier yes. by getting Jalen Ramsey back because he's ahead of schedule. So, yes. um, we'll see how that shakes out. But that would that'd be another team for me that they probably can survive the injury demons. Okay. Um, as well, but everybody else is kind of rough because you know, um, because <laughs> the Anthony Richardson isn't done for the year most likely. Yep. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt. You know, he's week to week. Yeah, they didn't. They couldn't afford to lose. They started quarterback to begin with, and they, you no. know, they were they were uphill already. Right. So, um, but yeah. So I think that was the main ones um, that really stuck out to me, and that can uh, ultimately still be okay with injury here or two. But let's hope it for the best. <laughs> let's Got hope to. for the best. Got to. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about Evil Bill, the Sith Lord of the NFL. Yes, the Dark Lord of the Sith. <laughs> of the National Football League. Yeah. So there's been wide speculation about his future in New England because let's be honest. I mean, let's just put the cards on the table. He has not, he has not been great since Tom left. No, no. He has no. not been great. No. So uh to say the least, you know, it it's it's not pretty. In, in, in New England right now. And, you know, for them to have a 20-year dynasty damn near and uh, and them to now fall off the rails and be the laughing stock of the division, maybe the conference, mm -hmm. um, is, is a rough pull to swallow, you know, especially if you have Robert Kraft, right? Right. So where, do you, where does this land for you? And do you think because of Bill Belichick's success and his lineage, do you think that Bob Kraft is considering moving on from Bill or not? Um, I will say this is a case of the victim of your own success. Oh, that's a good. One. You're a victim of your own circumstances, meaning the Patriot mm. way. Okay. One thing that has been said about the Patriot way and people have felt is that it's very cold and they will look to move you a year early compared to a year late. And oh, well. so does that apply um, to coaches too, though? That's the question. And, and that's what I'm I'm thinking. I don't think he gets, in my opinion, him getting fired would be more of a black eye to the Patriots organization overall. 
I I think there's some coof, there's some respect, there's some if we were to do it, it would be a conversation and it will happen at the end of the season. Okay. Um so that's being said, do I think he's in trouble? Yes, because when you are the major policy and decision maker, when things flow through you, you cannot run from the responsibility that that rest with your tenure and your accolades. And so in watching them, I'm just concerned, man, because when you look at the players, when you look at the distractions they've had to deal with that he's always preached about not, mm-hmm. um, it leads me to say they're in trouble, especially because with each passing week, more and more sentiment and energy is being shared that we realize who was the person that was really mm. doing everything. You know, mm. when you when you take the um the files, put them together, package them up and and um put everything you look at this team and it falls on the bill. It does. It, it it begins and ends with him. So when you package everything up like that, when everything comes through you as a decision maker, mm. you, to me, he's he's forgotten more football than I know, but I'll say this. Another situation, when you ride too much on, we can plug and play anybody and our system is so strong right. that we don't have to re re reload mm-hmm. and re and 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 regroup mm-hmm. it's like oh we we've gotten used to picking certain seventh caliber round, seventh, seventh round, round you know yeah. getting the most with the least right it's starting to catch up with you because now when it you is. look you don't have them them type of people you haven't replenished those type you haven't hit on there was a time when if they had 10 draft picks, seven of them were the Patriot way. Mm-hmm, true. Three of them will cycle through and they will get free agency to make up for it. Mm-hmm. I would say right now they're batting. They're batting two out of 10. Well, I can't remember the last homegrown Patriot. Besides Christian Gonzalez, I give them credit there. <laughs> you know, I was going. You know, I, I was know. going over that. And I actually will argue that defensively, that's not even the issue. I think offensively is where they really whiff at. Just, they just, a, just, a, just to kind of you know caveat your point. I think that offense is where they completely utterly struggle all the time. Yes, when it's selecting personnel. But go ahead though. I didn't. You know, yeah, I wanna... no, no. They, you're you're right. And I'll just like you said, offensively, they got caught up with. We can get fifth round, sixth round, seventh round receivers. Mm-hmm. We can we can find these former quarterback receive for, former quarterbacks that receivers. Right. Um, and we can just plug and play, and we'll be fine. And then on top of that, uh, we're so good, we don't need coordinators. We can right. we right. can that's, just have that's so arrogant. That's so yeah, arrogant. Yeah, between me and these two guys that have never called plays before, that we are more defensive minded. And who's going to be the coordinator? Oh, listen, it's one thing to say we're going to have a running back by committee. You're in the right. NFL and you're Do talking it. about a coordinator, coordinator by committee? By, yeah, that's not going to Whoever work. has the hot hand. Excuse me? 
Right, right. Excuse me. Yeah. And you and and then on top of that, you're dealing with one person that was in Detroit that was horrible. Ran out of Detroit. Got ran out of there. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So uh, it's a, it's a, it's maybe three things for me when it comes down to Bill in this situation, right? Yep. I think that that one, you know, to pick it back on your point, he he's been really bad at personnel. Um, yeah. And the issue too is that he's the GM and the co- head coach, so, so it all falls under. So it all falls under him. So it, the idea of him selecting personnel that falls at his feet, him whiffing on constantly whiffing on the, the best thing he's been able to find is a steady running back. That's a, an all lineman. <laughs> he can't find a tight end. He can't find any receivers that stick. Right? Can't do that. Yes. That's problem one. You know, and I think that's a conversation that needs to be had. And I think that if they discuss the future of the team, no matter what they do going forward, I think that he has to have a come up with a conscious plan. Maybe, maybe he just, you know, swallows the pride and gives up personnel control, mm. you know, um, and allows for somebody to, to come in and do that for him. Right. Oh, that, that's a tall order. It is. It is. Cause you give, cause you, you asking him to give up that power and they give him that control. Yeah. And that's not gonna easy. That's not easy, easy pill for him to swallow. No. So, but also believe that you know that because they've won in a certain way, mm-hmm. I really feel like that, that we're not addressing the idea that Tom covered up for a lot of Bill's inadequacies. A tremendous amount. Because you had a you had a generational Hall of Fame, probably most likely people who could, you know, large degree that he was the best quarterback to ever play the game. So you don't have that void of that. You're very mediocre. On yes. top of the fact that the league has pivoted. Mm-hmm. And this is part of the reason why Tom left is because they were, weren't keeping up with the times. They were very right. archaic in their thought process. And he realized that you can't keep winning like that. He's watching Patrick Mahomes do things with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. He's watching Joe Burrow do things with Jamar Chase and, and C. Higgins and company. He's and I don't watching, have any of that. And I don't have none of that. You got all these yeah. nice toys. Everybody, got all, everybody, all of my friends got toys but me. Yeah. You know, yeah, so everybody that's else got Ferraris and sports cars, and right. here you come with a minivan for me. Exactly. Give me, give me a damn uh, soccer mom van. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So that that's the issue. That's the issue. And I think that, honestly, truly think that, you know, two things. I don't think that Kraft is going to fire Bill. No. I don't. No. But I do believe that they have to have a conversation about <laughs> what they're going to do going forward. And I do think they need to reboot and to get off Mac Jones. He's not it. Yeah, I was a whiff. Yeah. Uh, I think he needs to go back in the draft and because they're probably gonna be picking high and get himself a Drake May or Mike Penix or whatever he's gonna get. Because I don't, may not have a shot at Caleb, but they're gonna have a shot at a good quarterback, right? Mm, yeah, start there, start yeah. there, figure out what you're gonna do. Get modern from a personnel and scheme perspective. Maybe yeah. bring you a get your young guy. Call Nick Saban and tell me, give me the intel on who's a young, up and coming, innovative coordinator that I can mm-hmm. hire out of college to make him a pro coordinator. Mm-hmm. Get you that. And then again, you want to be fine defensively. The only issue you got right now is injuries because you right. you you both Jones boys are going to come back off injury at some point. Christian Gonzalez is going to come back off injury at some point. And mm-hmm. then now you got JC Jackson. So you got four good corners. You got a pass rush, you got corners, you got run stopping DTs, you got linebackers, you got safety. That's not your issue. Yeah. Yeah. So you defensive side of the ball, focus on that, get that right. Kind of, you know, pull back the reins a little bit and get the office together and do something different there. Be be innovative in that regard, and you'll be fine. But void of that, doing things the same way all the time, 
It's, it's a very outdated thought process. And I think you and Pete Carroll got the same problem. Yeah. The fact that you will refuse to pivot. Mm. Mm. Refuse you to got, pivot. You're out there punch drunk right now. Well, you just you just drunk off your own success. So you're thinking that your success will come back around. You think yeah. that your way of doing things will come back around and you'll be able to win like that. Sorry. That that way our life is gone. It's, it's like it's like rap music for me. Like I, I have accepted the fact that rap music is no longer for me. Right. No matter how much I love rap in my in my in my teenage to young adult life, right. the rap music of today is largely not for me. That new that Drake album just came out was not for me. You know, it was not for me. He said it's it was all the to... dogs. Yeah. It was not for this dog. It wasn't. It wasn't. Time so, to transition to R&B and, and light jazz. Or, or just <laughs> listen to old rap. Right. Like, that's right. just where I'm at with it, right? Right. So right. if he does not, if he does not do that and realize that the game, the way he's coaching isn't working and it's not, it's not, it's nowhere, it's not going back to the days of old. I'm not getting my 90s rap anymore, and you're not getting your old NFL anymore. So you got to pick. If you want to be relevant in this game and be current and win, you got to you gotta keep up with the Joneses. Pun intended, because you got two Joneses as your quarterbacks. But, you know, so, yeah. That's really what it boils yep. down to. If he doesn't do that, yep. at some point, because there's this, this in, it's, it's two things to play here. Either he okay. has a conversation with Kraft, and they, and they try to figure a way to innovate, and they go yep. move forward long term. Or yeah. he figures out a way to win enough to get the all-time winning record, and he retires. Yeah, I think that's to me. Honest, I really think that's really why he's still coaching. I think yeah. he wants to have the all-time winning coaching record out of from uh, Don Chula, mm-hmm. and I think it's at two eighteen, and he's at one ninety nine. So mm. he got to win. He got to win nineteen more games to to surpass him. Once he does that, I think he'll retire anyway. Interesting. I'm, uh, I, I'm scared that he's not going to make it there. Because I think Kraft as a businessman. That's at least two seasons of winning to yeah. get there. Yeah. You yeah. got to average, if, you, if you're if you 19 down, you got to average nine, nine to 10 wins a season the next two seasons. Yeah. To, to, to get there. And you just don't have the firepower in the house. I did, not right now. Not no. right now. No. Not right now. So we'll see. But again, I think we both believe that Kraft won't be bold enough to say he's out of here because of what he's done for the franchise. But I'm sure they're going to have to have a talk. Yes. <laughs> You have to come upstairs. We got to have a long sit down. Yes, <laughs> and yes. figure it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's move over. Let's talk about. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about these games of the week. Okay. So last week, the Texans didn't cover the spread. Well, the Saints didn't cover the spread. The Jaguars covered. The Browns, yeah. the Fort Niners did not cover. The Bengals covered. The Lions won and covered, and the Cowboys won and covered. So mm-hmm. that left you and I. At three and three. <laughs> if the damn Chargers had a one, we'd both would have four and two. Yes. All they had to do is win. They were all they had to do is win. Like, all DJ, they had to do. All DJ Khaled says, all you do got to do is win. All you got to do is win. Al Davis just win, baby. And you couldn't do that. But regardless. <laughs> regardless. So it, that pushes both of the three and three, both to, four, to 14 and 22 in the season. So let's try to do better this week. Okay. <laughs> let's try to do better this week. Okay. So, it, week seven games on the docket. So, starting off the uh, first matchup, Jaguars at Saints, and the Saints are favored by three. Is Derek Carr injured? He's playing, and he actually had a good game last week. At New Orleans. Yep, that Jaguars at 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 New Orleans by three. I'm gonna go Saints. Okay. 
Let me uh, get my trusty notepad out here so I can document <laughs> these <laughs> So, uh, okay, so you're going Saints. Now, what yeah. did I, what did I, I think I had put mine down already. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, oops, I'm in the wrong year. All right, there we go. So, I actually, huh, hmm. Yeah, do I want to rethink that? <laughs> At home. Trevor dealing with knee injury. Well, I'm, I'm going to put a caveat to this because I want to take the Jags. However, okay. I only want to take the Jags based upon the fact that, you know, screw it, I'm taking the Saints. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Trevor's, Trevor's Gippy's a short week. No, nah, I'm, I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah, you like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have the brain power no, to I go. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Not doing it. All right, so Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by five and a half. If I wouldn't have watched that game, I would have had a different point of view. But right now, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Oh, my. And no fan, damn it. I know better. <laughs> I know better. I know what I've been seeing. I'm, yeah. taking, I'm taking the Chiefs, too. Yeah. The win and cover. Yeah. <laughs> and Johnson, you're a bitter disappointment. I just want to put that on the record. Quentin Johnson is a bitter disappointment. But go mm. ahead, though. So we're yeah. both taking the Chiefs. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lions at Ravens. The Ravens are favored by three. I'm taking the Lions. Me too. <laughs> I'm taking the Lions on that. I, they win and cover. Yeah. Even in Baltimore, I'm, I'm taking Lions until further notice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So Steelers at Rams, and the Rams are favored by minus three. What I've seen at the Steelers, I'm taking the Rams. Okay. I have initially. I had the Steelers. Mm. I'm off a of bye week, I'm going to rock with them. I'm going to okay. rock with them. Okay. Just shake things up a little bit. Yeah. All right, so you got the Rams, I got the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Dolphins and Eagles. The Eagles are favored by minus two and a half. I'm going to go with Dolphins. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not cold yet. Yeah. <laughs> no Philly or no Philly. It right. ain't cold yet. So I'm, right. going with, I'm going with the Dolphins. With that offense, yeah. yeah. I'm going with Dolphins. They should, they should slow them down some. Right. Because they're gonna get because they sat out a couple of guys last week. I think they sat out this Darius Slay and Jalen Carter and a few others. So for probably probably for this game, right? Set them out for this game, but I I do believe the Dolphins still win and cover. They only got one by three on the yep. road. Yeah, I'm, I'm yep. taking the Dolphins. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right, so the 49 last game was 49ers at Vikings, and the Vikings are and the Vikings are underdogs by seven. The Niners are seven uh, fa- seven point favorites, so they got win by more than seven. This scares me. I know. This scares me because. The 49ers are down, and we don't know the status of Debo and McCaffrey. Yeah, or Trent. So or they, Trent. They're, 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 they're week to week, is what they said. They, they could play this week. It's a possibility. Yeah. The problem with Minnesota is they don't have Justin Jefferson. They don't. But seven points is a lot of points. That's a lot of points. <laughs> Against the Brian Flores-led offense. I mean, defense, excuse me. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna go Vikings. Okay, I'm going Niners. I don't trust the Vikings at all. Kirk Cousins, I don't know. No, no, thank you. I'm not Give signing me the 49ers. up for that. Also, I said Kirk Cousins. Forget <laughs> I was the quarterback was. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk is all right, but again, you just got Madison, KJ Osborne, and is that defense? Uh, that, that defense ain't yeah. gone nowhere. You were born defense, the, yeah. Are you still there? Kittle still there? Purdy still there? 49ers. Yeah. 49ers. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't care what that is in Minnesota or Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. 
Don't take the 49ers yeah. in them game. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Don't trust the Vikings at all. I yep. feel like they're tanking at this point. True. Okay. All right. So both got Saints, both got Chiefs, both got Lions. I want to steal as you and the Rams. Then we both got yeah. the Office of 49ers. So it's going to be really good week or really bad. <laughs> Shit. Somebody got to lose at least one game. It's either 6 and 0 or 5 and 1. Or or worse, one we, we, we wouldn't want to bring that. We wouldn't put the, the worst, the worst the case scenario. But I could go zero and six. You could go one and five. That's true. That's true. Or vice versa. I go and six. You go one and five. Oh shit! <laughs> Let's hope not. That's disgusting. Hope that. Yeah, disgusting. I, <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> All right, that's a bad. That's a bad. That's a bad. Sorry, we'll see how things go. So yeah. before we wrap the show up, it's scheduled for the week. Um, as always. Uh, Tuesday night sports talk with Coach Curry nine o'clock each each and every Tuesday. Yeah, it's all, all Eastern Standard Times. Wednesday night seven thirty Wild West podcast, AFC West podcast. Right after that nine thirty Light and Fast Fantasy podcast at nine thirty on this channel. Thursday mor- mornings at eleven a.m. is thirty minute lockdown. And if you need me in between shows, email me at lockdowndavidsports at gmail.com and my stream meetings on 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 the uh, page here. If you watch this on YouTube, Lockdown Davis on Twitter and Lockdown Davis Sports on Instagram. Lockdown Divas Podcast is the podcast channel. Like, comment, subscribe if you have not done so already. And we'll see you next week. But in the meantime, in between time, that's Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Divas. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down. <laughs>